this is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Rob just got back from the 70,000 tons of metal cruise. We were worried, but he swears he was responsible. He put a condom on every fork he used to shovel shrimp into his mouth. You can never be too safe on the open seas. And now, here's the Metal Injection Livecast. Thank goodness. Oh, so many shrimp. Never enough shrimp. Never, oh. never forget. Never forget all the shrimp that I digested. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast, episode 397. It's Rob here with 3D. Me. Sid. Me. And the beauty, lovely fool. The beautiful, lovely fool. Wait, the beautiful, why lovely. Why do I get preferential treatment? Uh, I, I was don't talking need to that. Bruno. Yeah. Oh. Why what does she get? Why am I not I'm the lovely fool? I'm here with the lovely, <laughs> the lovely 3D, the beautiful Sid, uh-huh. and the lovely and beautiful Noah. Fuck, still I still don't like fair, that. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I'm here with the lovely and beautiful yes. Darren, 3D, mm-hmm. the lovely and beautiful Sid, and the lovely and beautiful Noah. That's better. Rob, I'm going to wrap you in the same net you used to catch all that shrimp <laughs> while you were on the boat. Mm, it's actually, the net is made out of shrimp shells. Mm. It's, it's just recycled shrimp shells. Mm. Gross. It's the Metal Injection Livecast. I am back from the 70,000 tons of metal. Uh, I'm a little hungover still. Yeah, really? Still? No, no. I'm, not. I'm all right. But I'm, How st- much I'm did a little you drink? tired. I'll, not, well, I drank a lot. Not as much as other people, though. I'm like, I feel on the level of alcoholism, I'm in the uh, like 20 percentile because there were serious raging alcoholics on this thing. It's like Jose Manjin? Serious? He, not, uh, he said serious. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> my, good, my good friend Jose Mangan was not on this. Does he drink at all? Uh, oh, yeah, he drinks. He drinks tequila. Razayul. 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 He doesn't have his own tequila at this point. Razul. Razul tequila. Uh, He's I don't a, know from fucking. Anyway, uh, but uh, speaking of the 70,000 tons, a ba- one of the headliners, uh-huh. Testament, their frontman Chuck Billy will be calling into the show. Nice. Shortly. Nice get there, Rob. Yeah. Very exciting. The legendary Chuck Billy. Right. Did you win this interview in like a poker game or something? <laughs> Did you corner him at the bar? It was a raffle for all the media. You could just uh, apply to win a Chuck Billy interview oh, on your what? podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it just worked out that way. Uh, but I, it was an amazing time. Uh, the cruise, the, this boat is much bigger than the original boat. There's oh, Wi-Fi. Wow. And Wait. it was sold out, I, I heard. Yeah. yeah. So it was then packed. shouldn't they change the number from yeah. 70,000? Right. Now it's actually 150,000 tons of metal. Is it it's really like double the size? No, now it's still called 70,000. If it was literal, yeah, it Maybe would be. Maybe they use the lighter building material for this newer <laughs> boat. And it weighs the same. It's more of those shrimp shells. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you uh, was, it, it looked to me like you had a great time. I did. And well, see, by the last night, I was talking to Dave Davidson of Revocation. Humble brag. I'm just, well, okay. <laughs> I just called you out, that's all. There was no, I was, no, if it was a humble bag, it'd be like, humble oh, bag. Humble bag. <laughs> humble bag. That's Rob before he stretches his balls out. <laughs> First, there was a humble bag. Now it's three feet long. Well, the thing is about this cruise is that these bands are are walking around, you know, like with regular people like Rob that you can't uh, meet them. (laughs) If it was a humble brag, I would say it's my good friend Dave Davidson, and we were at dinner together. Oh! And so every night at the at the dinner at the sit down dinners, there's like a cafeteria where you could just (laughs) grab your own stuff. That's where I shot that video on the live cast Uh Facebook and Twitter pages. Uh But then there's like a fancy sit down place where you just order off a menu. And just every day they have shrimp cocktail as an appetizer. And naturally, I'm ordering the shrimp cocktail yeah. as an appetizer. But, you know, it's not the best shrimp. It's 
kind of like mediocre shrimp. That's weird because the, the, the ocean's right there. Well, the thing that we were debating that actually Dave Davidson was saying was that, you know, it, this was the last night and he's like, I'm not eating that shrimp. That shrimp's been on this boat mm. for four days. Yeah. <laughs> How fresh could it be? And I'm like, look, sure. I don't care. I'm eating this shrimp. Oh. And he's like, you got, you gotta, you gotta do the shrimp, whatever. And then, uh, but uh, it was, it was all right. No <laughs> diarrheas, no vomits. Oh man, I had, some, oh, no. I had some sessions. The the other key, there's some tips I have now for seventy thousand tons. Like you got to find an obscure bathroom. To take a dump in, or just because you don't room. want to be in the big busy. Uh, you well, you music elitists, even your bathrooms have to be obscure. <laughs> uh. Well, because you want you want something with a little privacy and and a toilet that hasn't been raped by forty or fifty other asses. You know, now going to the room, I feel like if you know you're gonna have a certain type of shit and you're sharing the room, don't blow up the whole room. <laughs> <laughs> So you gotta find a nice bathroom. Uh, no, so the but the food was good. There was a lot of good stuff. Highlights were lamb shank. Mm. That's nice. And then they had like pan seared scallops oh, with nice. garlic. I gotta be honest with you. When you posted the pictures of the food, it didn't look that good. It looked like a Brooklyn like Chinese buffet or something. Uh, it may have so been a bad picture. I, I don't know. I'm not. It's look. The food was all right. It wasn't top of the line gourmet. Right. I would rate it like a six and a half. Seven out of ten. That's like not decent. Bad. Decent, good. Like decent, good. Not great. There are some things that it's like you know they had like these was, Indian dishes and it's like you can't. That was the buffet, not like the the dinner. Well, I don't. The I mean, it's, all, it's all the same food. It's understandable. Like you're not going to like every single thing, right? But it's the quality of the food that looked like a little. You know, no, it was all right. It was, shot it. Did they no. have restaurants that you could opt to go to and just pay for? Yeah, they had like a Johnny Rockets or a, they on had, like, the a boat house. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and they had like an, a, a cappuccino bar. They had a Ben and Jerry's. There was so much. Oh, that's good. Commerce, I, yeah. I, th- I thought like it was just restricted to you go to this to this cafeteria. No, no, no. There's the comp it. stuff, and then you could also buy like a filet mignon oh, if you want, great. or a lobster. All right, my reservations are gone now. Uh, yeah. So, and there were bands going until six in the morning this time on four different stages. Wow. When we first went Noah with Noah, it was only three stages. Four stages is. Ridiculous. Well, the boat's wow. twice as big. You'd think they'd add a stage. Yeah. <laughs> the venues were great. The inside venues were really good sight lines, really good sound. It looked huge, yeah. one of them. Uh, and so before we even went, though, I, uh, I went snorkeling. Cause, uh, so I went with Frank and our buddy Nick, not the Nick who's been on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, Frank is a licensed diver. So he likes to go right. diving. But that's scuba diving, not snorkeling. Right. So he he wanted to go a day early to to go diving because in South Beach they have like really really nice beaches with really nice coral reefs and you know there's a lot to see and he invited us to come along to snorkel and I was like all right I guess I've never he probably invited Nick and you just saw the text you <laughs> <laughs> were standing there Rob can come I guess <laughs> long story short Rob got raped by a stingray oh no. <laughs> Darren, you're just going to give away my story? I just is that, figured, where, is that where you had your shrimp poops in the ocean? <laughs> that wasn't a stingray. <laughs> <laughs> Rob is like uh, the Dakota pipeline, poisoning the water. <laughs> oh, my God. By the way, Trump's on the phone. He wants to know if Rob can poop in the, uh, in the Atlantic Ocean to help pollute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can hook that Give a hook. No, so I've never, I've never, 
uh, done scuba diving before. So this was a diving thing, but then they also brought scuba divers. So like <laughs> it was me. I mean, I mean, this was a, a scuba diving thing, but they also brought snorkelers. Yeah, which was what I was doing. Was What's snorkeling. the difference before the so audience? Was scuba diving is you have the full wetsuit on, you it's have a deep, tank but you're on, going down, deep, you go right? all the way down. Yeah. Snorkeling, you're only at the level like you can only go as far as your snorkel can reach the you know above water, right. so you're breathing. So yeah. snorkeling is pussy scuba diving. So yeah, it's basically. entry okay or entry level <laughs> scuba diving. Oh, let's call it what it is. Yes, entry level scuba. Diving. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Did you have to wear flippers? Yeah, and they were great. They they uh, why don't we have a full body yeah, picture of you? In that. Oh no no no! We do. It just hasn't been shown to if, anyone. If I was there, I would have run up to where Rob Snorkel was and I would have peed into it. <laughs> <laughs> then you would have had to drink it. Talk about sex. Talk about pee pee. He wouldn't be able to talk about the pee pee. He'd be choking on it. Yeah, he can't talk about it when it's in your mouth. Yeah, he'd have to do a new song. I tasted Sid's pee and I liked it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Coming soon. Yeah. I'm gonna pee in your snorkel, man. Uh, no, so yeah, it was so me, my buddy Nick, mm-hmm. and then this w- old woman from the Netherlands, Frank. With, <laughs> no. <laughs> Frank was diving, so for the scuba, there was only oh, three of us. Oh, I didn't know there was and another person. I keep right? messing it up. Yeah. You the said snorkeling. there were three people. I was like, Frank's not from the Netherlands. Yeah. For, okay, so there were 20, di- 20 divers and then three snorkelers. All the divers go first, obviously, because they're going deep in. Okay. And so the handler, you know, the boat, you know, you go on right. this boat. It's like a tour. They take you out. Right. You go. So they got rid. So the, of, so the real men go in deep. Right. There were yeah. women too. Rob, uh, which, they're the priority. Which one of them was holy diver? <laughs> so they were the priority, and then we were about to go, and then the dude who looks like straight out of an '80s Venice Beach movie, you know, like, oh, um, do do all of you know how to swim? Because <laughs> I realized I just I left the scuba vests. Back back at shore. <laughs> Dick. And this Oops. was like a 45-minute drive into the middle of the ocean, so you can't go back. Right. And, but we were like, oh, yeah, sure. And I didn't realize at the time, you know, at the time I was like, oh, I'm fine. I can swim. I don't need a, a, a floaty. But it would have helped immensely because just snorkeling requires so much cardio to just yeah. stay afloat. Yeah, to tread water. Yeah, to yeah. tread water. Exactly. If I had a floaty, I could have been saving all of that energy and actually enjoying what I was looking at. So the whole ride over. Should have um, had those last 35 shrimps. That's the problem. Well, no, this was like in the morning. I didn't have it. I had a very light. I was prepared. Mm. Uh, I had a very light breakfast. I was good to go. So you dive in and the whole ride over. It was like an hour drive to this reef. Uh, Frank and, and like the person, you know, our liaison from the the scuba diving company was like talking about how when anybody does this, the first thing they have is breathing anxiety, which is you just freak out that you can't breathe and you like panic and, and go back above water. And my, anytime they talked about that, I just rolled my eyes like, oh, come boy. on. <laughs> like you just know you're going to breathe. You'll be fine. Relax. Yeah. Cut to cut to <laughs> oh my God. cut to. All right, guys jump in the water and I go in the water and so, you know, you're standing on this boat and you're in the middle of the ocean. You have to like, go in and I'm like, well, so how am I? it's deep, even for you. Like if you, you can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like 50 feet. You know, yeah, yeah. You oh. can't. The ground is nowhere. 
So I'm just like, well, how do I get in the water? Should I just like sit down and slowly roll in? And I'm like, no, I'm just going to jump in. Oh, oh for God's sake. Right? God. So I jump in. With the flippers? Yeah, with the flippers. And you know, like. And the snorkel mask, the tube, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I jump in and I, I, I swim up. And already that's like. Yeah. Serious cardio, like already. Yeah. I'm, I'm breathing out, like. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then I'm like, sure. Then I'm like, all right, let's do this. And so I put the snorkel in my mouth, you know, the the thing in my mouth, and I'm like, let's dive in. And then I dive in immediately. Uh, when I breathe in, uh, just a glob of water goes in my no! mouth. Immediate, like, oh my god, I can't breathe. I'm gonna die. And I like rush up above, <laughs> oh above god. water. And so. We could have lost you, dude. So I like freak out. And so now between that, like that anxiety and already right. being like, salt water. like out of breath from the jumping, I am panicking. I, <gasps> I'm, like, I'm like, what is like, how is this? I'm like, I need to calm down. This isn't that crazy. Right. And so now this woman from the Netherlands, who I mentioned to you earlier, she was like, oh, yeah, you know, I am a diver, but I have this injury, so I cannot dive. So I'm just going scuba. Oh, I'm so I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous of my husband. He gets to go dive and I just snorkel. But, oh, it's fine. It's fine. And so now we're, we're snorkeling and I'm like back to present time where I'm like, <gasps> and, she, and then she's like lounging like like a few feet away. I'm like, oh, it's no big deal. Just put it in. It's fine. Go in the way. It's great in here. <laughs> Wait, That's what was she drop. talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what? She was talking about my uh, the breathing thing to just like go back underwater. So it took me like 10, 15 minutes to figure this thing out because it was just having to catch my breath and like figuring out the positioning of it. With yeah, my you're only lips. supposed to breathe out and you go, you know, like you put your head no that tube above water to get the oxygen in. aren't you supposed to do this shit in like a pool first before you go in the ocean <laughs> well 50 feet deep then ocean? again well no that was uh, the 50 feet thing wasn't really freaking me out like i could i'm fine with that mm-hmm. I, I i didn't at no point was i, I like i'm gonna drown but whatever shouldn't you I be was, doing this on in a safe like six feet deep pool was there any, was there a lifeguard? Well, that's a training thing. film. There, no, well, th- there's someone watching you as you're as you're doing someone like that. That guy who was like panic. who's like I forgot your I forgot yeah, your vest, really bro. Really sure. yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty safe. <laughs> but uh, once I figured it out, though, and you do breathe underwater, uh, and it's fine, and it's actually insanely awesome. It's surreal. Like it, re- it's like one of those. Now I was stone cold sober for this because I did not, you know. Want to drown or anything, but like it was one of those like totally sober, trippy moments of like, man, we're so insignificant. Like, there's all this life here, and just you know, being above water and being like, oh, this is you know, reality. This is life that I am used to, and then just dipping my face slightly underwater, and there's an entirely different world of like coral reefs and fish, and there was a shark, but it was like it was it was a tiny shark that was far away, so it was fine. But then, uh, so then bec- because of the, uh, there was like crazy wind and crazy waves. <laughs> and like, Did it so like after- make you crash into like a coral reef or something? No, 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 no. I was, I almost crashed into the boat, the yacht. The, like, <laughs> just tipped the whole fucking thing well, over. Well, just because, you know, your face is down, your face is down, so you kind of don't see, like, this to your side or above you. And then I kind of turned my head, and I'm like, oh, shit, the boat's right there. I got to <laughs> swim away from here. Did that lady use your body as a safety raft? No, she <laughs> was, oh, it's okay. Let me climb on top of you. Oh, it's no big deal. It's fine. It's fine. So, uh... 
So after 45 minutes, and then there were like heavy winds to the point that even the reefs were swaying back and forth. Like it was, you know, one of those SpongeBob song music videos where everybody's singing. But also my body was swaying back and forth. And I've never experienced this before. I got seasick from swimming <laughs> from like just the just the motion while being in the water you throw up and i was on the verge of throwing <laughs> up i'm like i have to get back on the boat and so i get back on the boat and i at the area where the divers apply like put on their uh their their oxygen tube you know that giant tank that they put on so i kind of laid my ha- head down and when i was laying down it was the only time that the earth didn't feel like it was Aww. like like it was like oh I, I'm fine right now if I just don't sit up, but then the divers started coming back up. They're like, "Excuse me, excuse me, get I'm out like, of the fucking way, get out of the way, you loser." Amateur. And then so then I but I, I walked up to the the upper deck by the where the 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 wheel is, and I just lay down there until we got back to shore. And thankfully, and the captain was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> Well, this is a sea monster. I, no, it's fine. Well, I, I, I was Jeez. enough out of the way. It's like when it Bruno fine. lays under the table here, and yeah. we. I totally to pulled a Bruno where I'm just like, oh, Did I farted. Can't. No, <laughs> <laughs> there was no farting. I was, I just was focused on not having this headache. Thankfully, by the time we got back to shore, it was all right. It was like laying down, kind of evened me out. So that's how I started the trip. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of the time, I was just drinking a lot. All right. Lots of drinking. Um, well, there's so much more that I want to find out about the 70,000 tons cruise, but don't we have an interview to do? We do. We also have a caller. What? Who's the caller? 562. You're on the live cast. Hey, guys. It's Mario. Hey, What's hey. up, Mario? Uh, how are things going? Um, well, I have a, a few things that I wanted to talk about i guess the first thing is i had a dream about noah last night oh no (laughs) okay cool uh yeah it was just like for some reason i think i was at a show or something and i saw noah and i i asked her out on a date (laughs) oh what'd she say that's it's really yeah what did i say she said okay she was kind of like not sure, but I'm like, well, I mean, if 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 not a date, then let's just go, and I'll buy you dinner just because I'm a fan of the show. Okay. So we went for dinner, and uh, things were good, I guess. That's and then it? I woke up, and it's I mean, it's really short. But okay. Noah's not uh, married. Yeah. He's not just into married women. What was that? I said Noah's not married. That's how much he likes her. He doesn't even care. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, I'm glad I was I nice Noah. to you in your dream. Because in real life, forget it. I wouldn't be <laughs> that nice. Why not? Why wouldn't you be oh. nice? No, I'm just kidding. I know it's hard without a man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm here for you, Noah. What would you do if Mario uh, approached you as seductively? <laughs> uh, he, if, if Mario approached me seductively, I would probably be a little creeped out. But if he just approached me, I would be fine with that. Hey, what if he approached you, not seductively, but, you know, like, okay, you know, I'm a listener, and then slowly worked it into trying to get into your butt. <laughs> <laughs> no butt. Very nice no, All right, no that's just not a figure speech. Figure no speech. Figure speech. Just, you know, trying I mean, to, I would just be friendly to him. Trying to become romantic with you is what I meant. Uh, No, thanks. 
<laughs> okay, there you have it, Mario. I tried. I tried to facilitate. Well, the whole that. like romantic angle is is killing it. So what if he just was like, "Hey, the venue's bathroom no. is right over there, and it's unoccupied. Let's go bang one Bingo. out." Bingo. There it would work. There you have it, listeners. <laughs> See no any. Just mean, lead me into a disgusting bathroom. But always ask for consent. Just want to make yeah. sure you don't drag her into a bathroom. No. That would be wrong. Yeah. No roofies, oh, please. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> All right, we gotta we gotta get to our guest, Mario. We're gonna put you back on hold. We have a very special guest. Very excited, a legendary frontman. He probably has a great tan, just like you. Mm-hmm. Huge. He just got off the the boat. I want to say who it is, Rob. It is Chuck Billy, the frontman of Testament. We're calling him right now. Legendary vocalist. Hopefully he'll pick up and I won't go to voicemail. That'd be weird. <laughs> we can cut that out. Hello? Hey, Chuck. It's Rob from the Metal Injection Livecast. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, Rob? Uh, not much. We actually just you? have you on the air uh, for, for the interview, if you have a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, I thought it was 7.30 time, so. <laughs> oh. Right. Oh, Oops. Well, uh, we we could keep this uh, short and sweet, but you're on the air with me, Rob, Noah, hello, Sid, hey, and Darren. That's me. What's happening? Not too much. What's going on, man? Well, What's I happening? was just I was just talking about how I got back from the seventy thousand tons of metal cruise, and I know you got back from it. How are you feeling after the four days of partying? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was awesome. Sunburned, you know, airs uh, from all a lot of loud and great music. So yeah, it's a good time. It's always great because it, it's... It was a great time, man. A lot, lot, lot of good bands. Yeah. What, what bands did you go- see when you weren't playing? Uh, well, I wanted to see Uli. I, I missed that because I had, you know, some other things with Testament and the meet and greets and all that. But I saw Anthrax and Annihilator and Stuck Mojo and seen a lot of bands. Arch Enemy. Cool. Uh, I would say the pool deck up top was probably the highlight stage just because, you know, it's, it's outside and uh, some nights are very windy and some nights were calm, you know, a little of everything. It was, it was pretty wild. And a lot of that was when Anthrax was playing. The wind was roaring hard. Yeah, and what's crazy about that stage is now there's a hot tub right in the middle of the pit and there end up being <laughs> mosh pits in the hot tub. It's like, where else are you going to see Oh, yeah, that? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think every guy, person that performed on that stage, you know, had the the uh, mosh jacuzzi. Everybody sh- had a shout out for the jacuzzi pit uh, <laughs> during their set. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty incredible. And the thing that, that's most impressive to me is, you know, these are metalheads from all over the world of all different types of creeds. And everybody is like unified under the banner of heavy metal. It's It's such a... It, it like brought me such hope and joy to see everyone getting along so great especially in like today's political climate. Yeah. And, and, you know, an event like that, especially people around the world getting along and just, just for the fan base and the artist, you know, it's so lax and, you know, uh, everybody's just respectful of space and time. And we, you know, just photos. It was just so chill, you know, the environment was very, very cool. And I think from the fan perspective, it's something that definitely you don't forget, you know, and, and I think once people get home and tell their friends, then it, it just grows. I think it's something that'll continue for a long time. I agree. And, you know, you're no stranger to touring. You guys have a big tour coming out right now, coming up yeah. with Sepultura and Prong. 
And that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, like I saw. Yeah, that kicks off uh, in April. Yeah, that kicks off April, man. That's, that's going to be a pretty sick, sick lineup. And uh, you know, you guys were unbelievable on the cruise. I saw you both times. Uh, you kicked off the first night of the cruise, and it was it was insane seeing. Like basically, I felt like the entire cruise was in that theater, rocking out to you guys. And now you're bringing Sepultura too. Oh man, I, thanks, man. And I saw Sepultura recently, oh. and they're as tight as ever. So it's going to be a one-two punch and prong, never disappoint. So that that is a great bill. Yeah, it, it's going to be pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. You know, um, right now we're just kicking off the year with seventy thousand tons. Seems like. Uh, a, a nice way to start the year <laughs> and uh you know we're off to japan this week so yeah so the tour is in full i i one moment i i was on the cruise i was just walking around and i was uh kind of at, on the top deck at the front of the boat and i saw you perched up like right by where the captain would be driving the boat smoking a cigar like you were the king of the ship <laughs> and i feel like i feel like that was like the 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 that's the photo memory uh, that I'm going to have of the of the cruise. Is just <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you know that was my smoking spot there, and then I found a nice, cool spot up, down on the right on the sixth level, and the very, very bow of the boat there, or the front of the boat where the helicopter pad was. So did they have so, a uh, <laughs> sorry? Did they have a place for you to go smoke, or did you have to do it like undercover and find spots? Oh no, cigars. He's talking about right. Oh. I assume. No, well, the, well no, no, I didn't mean weed. I just meant. 11, sorry. No, the eleventh deck where the pool deck was, where the uh, stage was, uh, it was opened, and that was all smoking as well. Oh. You know, and you know, I think as the fourth deck along, I seen it going down on the lower decks and side by the pool, and I was like, nobody's saying anything, so you know. There you go. Yeah, they well, were pretty chill. What I remember from going on the cruise is that the the crew was just so happy to be working with like these metalheads who have no like uh complaints and they're all just like chill so i, I feel like the, the crew probably just didn't care it after the first day yeah i mean the, the the crew of the ship you know like when i did the very first seventy thousand and tons of metal you know mm-hmm. um, i was fortunate to have a breakfast with like the captain like on the last day and he actually told us that you know at first they were kind of you know, little Larry of the metalheads thought, you know, things were getting broken and fights, and they just had a total different perspective of what was going to happen. And that last day, you know, he said, he goes, well, you know what, this was the best thing, and I, I'll be honest, I just had a total different perception. But you guys were so mellow, nothing broke, no incidents, everything was fine. The only thing happened, someone passed out in the hallway, and, and uh, you know, he's like, you know, we're definitely going to be doing this again. So it, it really, it was really, the metalheads impressed the first yes. time. Yes. Yes. And also, like, the alcohol sales, they they said that, like, they they broke a record after the first day. Like, what they would normally sell in a week, they sold in one yeah, day. The, oh, yeah. That, that very first one, because uh, there was a police officer procession in town, so the ship couldn't leave till, like, 7 that night or so. So it boarded early, and everybody just sat there and drank, and they drank the boat dry before <laughs> they even left. So they had to kind of restock up and then restock once the turnaround on the way back. <laughs> good thing, was, good thing they... Uh... I don't think it, they topped that record. <laughs> well, what's funny, too, is on this cruise, so on Royal Caribbean, they have this drink pass where you have 
like unlimited alcoholic drinks for like fifty dollars. Oh God. They didn't even have that on the crew. Oh. They were like, no, no, no. Yeah. People are drinking anyway. Yeah. No unlimited pass. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody might have died. Oh, that, 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 yeah, that would have been a little, yeah. Then something would have happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's good publicity. Yeah. Come to this cruise. You party so hard, you might die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, but it was it was definitely a good time. Like I said, I think you know it, it's something that's is, was a great idea, and I think it's going to you know go on forever. And I think you know people would probably be disappointed if it went away. I agree. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a lot of lifers on there, a lot of repeat customers I see as well. How long has that been going on? Now? Seven years. Oh wow. Yeah. And so yeah. another great thing about watching you guys live is hearing the songs off the new album, Brotherhood of the Snake. Like they fit in perfectly with your your entire collection. Like the new album is great, and, and I feel like Testament is one of the most Thank you. consistently awesome metal bands out there. And and you know after Why, thank you after <laughs> after doing this so long, like how do you like where do you get kind of the inspiration to come up with new material that's original but still holds up to the old stuff. Um. Well, it's, it's well on this record. Lyrically, we went a different route, you know, I think, um, you know, me and Eric, Eric actually especially wanted me to kind of not be so real in the lyrics, you know, we'd be more personal with, and then lyrics, and he wanted to create something with a little more image, so I kind of got like, was watching, you know, a lot of these ancient alien kind of uh, shows, and I just had this fascination and just, you know, about how all these people document around the world, you know, these alien beings with long heads and long arms and thousands of years ago is documented and it just made me think, maybe like open my mind to the possibility that maybe there is something to this alien and the creation of man. And, and it kind of seemed like a good way to go with the lyrics on this record. So we kind of went that route and musically me and Eric just butted heads, not, not so butted heads, but we built up some tension because we wrote this record over a long period and just couldn't get it really done until we got into the studio. And I think, you know, getting in the studio and putting the pressure on ourselves and Gene and Steve and Alex, just, you know, monster musicians just kicked it up and just crushed, especially Gene on his tracks, you know. And and I think, you know, Eric, everybody just kind of stepped it up in the studio and that's, I think, something special about the writing, you know, we just backed ourselves against the wall and just kind of we got it done. So, yeah, it's something we're very proud of the record, this one for sure. What's it like working with Gene Hoagland? That guy seems like such a pro and like he just nails it on the first take. Oh, he does. He's a monster. I mean, especially, you know, Eric and like, you know, slow that down two beat for a second. You know, you know, he's just perfect. You know, he's just he is a clock that's on a clock. Yeah, but you know, on this one going into it, you know, I think Gene was first up in the recording process and probably was a little frustrated because all the songs were complete and he was just kind of just playing parts and you know he really beat the shit out of drums and a lot of injured parts and i think it shows on it but it really set the bar for the rest of the record what he laid down for sure yeah that's awesome and one of the tracks on the record is called kind of business and uh, i thought that that's Mm -hmm. very clever and also like it's something that i've been thinking about recently too is how like the you know, weed is so mainstream now. There's like no edge to it. It's not like before it was like kind of like this thing you didn't really talk about. Now it's just so out in the open. There's like shows about it. 
Oh yeah. Like, like, how do you feel about the? Oh yeah. Did did has weed sold out? <laughs> <laughs> not yet, not yet. It's not there yet. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's a it's something I think it, definitely in the beginning stages, and hopefully spreads across America and you know becomes legalized across the country would be amazing. Um, you know, you know, for per- personal pro- pleasure, but also for you know the people definitely in need you know that really need it you know that live in other states that can't get it you know have to uproot their families to come get in a state to help their child that you know might have um you know problems and you know he doesn't get the help in their state so you know hopefully it is something that's at the beginning and it's gonna you know grow yeah and and uh, Tommy Chong said something that was like you know everybody uses it medicinally even people who use it recreationally they're doing it to, you know, chill out decompress. a little. Yeah, decompress. And if, if they weren't doing that, they'd be doing pills or, or drinking or who knows what. Well, exactly. Well, yeah, who knows? That That's the point, you know. I mean, yeah. each, to each his own. So each person handles things different. So, you know, and I, but I think, you know, in a majority, but I don't see, I'm honestly, a lot of, like, car accidents with people smoking weed opposed to people drinking alcohol, you know. And, you know, that's legal. <laughs> so, exactly. That's right. You know, I don't know. No one, uh, you know, no one uh, yeah, gets a uh, liver, needs a new liver from uh, smoking too much weed. Nope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe a lung, but, you know, well, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> the, the science is, isn't conclusive on that one if it's as bad as uh, smoking tobacco or whatever. But <laughs> we'll have to see. All right. Uh, well, Chuck, thank yeah, you well. so much for uh, uh, talking to us. The tour kicks off. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, yeah, we're you know big Testament fans. Definitely go see Testament. April sixth kicks off in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Going it's all a long tour, going all over the country, popping into Canada, and uh, definitely hitting a lot of towns. Do you like making the towns? Yeah, you like being on tour. Long. Are, are you a tour body? Yeah, I mean it's it's it. it, it, it yeah, I mean, I I try to get out, you know. I try to do things and get away from the gig, you know, especially these days. And yeah, I'm, I, I I like to. This is going to be a long one, though. There's 35 dates and not many days off, so we're kind of again pushing our limits and <laughs> backing ourselves up against the wall. But it's going to be great, you know. We got a great show put together, and I would say, you know, especially the Brotherhood. Uh, of the snake songs, we're actually going to be including more. I would say shoot four or five off this record. They're feeling so good live. Nice. So we're pretty pumped to, you know, put the set together. Awesome. Well, we're going to play a track off the new album right now. We're going to be playing the pale King. So hell yeah, the new album is out now. Chuck, thank you once again for, for calling into the live cast. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one, Chuck. (laughs) Bye Chuck. All right, man. Nope. Oh. <laughs> <Damn>. So rude. <laughs> All right. Just wait until they finish. Yeah, you're right. I should I should just do that. Anyway, here's the pale king.
That was Testament with the Pale King. It's the Metal Injection live cast. Thank you to Chuck Billy for calling in. You were so the much Pale fun. King. And then you went on the cruise. <laughs> uh, and you are now the I'm pretty tan, right? Like, my face got a little yeah, really got a nice. bit of a glow. Yeah, usually when you do one of those, you come back looking like a lobster, to be honest. Yeah, well, I've, I figured out the whole uh, wearing sunblock thing. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> you mix it with cocoa butter? No. No, I just get, a, I get SPF 50, and it's enough to, like... Protect me, but also let some sun in for a tan. You mix it with cocoa powder? Yes. Nice. Need any cocoa bread? Mm, mm, baby please. oil? So, <laughs> the one thing I had to do, and 
uh, w- was getting the saunas, I mean the jacuzzis and the hot tubs. You're and an later, expert at that. Uh, uh, the hot tub and the pool. So I got into those. What's crazy about the jacuzzis, so they have jacuzzis all over the deck. They all have over the, one, the what? The, the deck. D-E-C-K. Oh, okay. The deck. Okay. I think Chuck said deck and it came out a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> the but, upper uh, deck. Uh, so they have one by the pool. They have two other ones. And they have these two jacuzzis at the very edges of the boat mm-hmm. with like this glass wall protecting like these you know clear glass so you're essentially at the edge of the boat you're kind of hovering over the water in this jacuzzi with a skylight and you see like the sky it's insane those are the jacuzzis to be in so the second night the second day i woke up because the people i shared my room <laughs> The people who I shared the one cheek sneak. (laughs) (laughs) I waited for a moment of silence. The people I shared the room with were absurdly loud snorers, the loudest snorers I've ever uh, been with. And it's not Frank or Nick, these other two people who will not be mentioned, but to the point where I couldn't even sleep. So I had to I had to put on headphones Mm. and listen to music just to drown out the Mm. snores, because the worst thing about people snoring when you can't go to sleep is you start kind of anticipating when oh, yeah. they're going to uh, snore again yeah. and it builds this anxiety to yep. the point where it's all you focus mm-hmm. on and then you're just awake yep so that you happened like to me scream for them to shut the fuck up I, or like I, that's well, a trick you wake them up and hopefully you fall asleep before they do <laughs> I, I, yeah no i just so i just got up and went to the jacuzzi and it was like 10 30 in the morning there's no metalheads up at 10 30 in the morning unless they've been partying from the night before still yeah so the hot tubs were totally empty it was great i it was like the perfect way to wake up is just rub one out no, <laughs> although I'm sure someone did. Seventy times a thousand tons of something. So yeah. that's that's right. <laughs> and then I went to the pool. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to do this again later in the day. And I went at like four or five, and I tried to go, and that wasn't happening because it was just it became a party at that point, and it was a completely different experience. And I felt like such an old man, like. Oh, you know, I could join in on this party. But yeah. I'm like, no, get out of here. I just want to <laughs> rest. Leave me alone. <laughs> and so I actually wanted the pool because by that point, everybody was out of the pool because it seemed too cold for them. But they were just a bunch of pussies. It was fine. It was like... Like those snorkelers. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> then I found out there's a sauna and a steam room. What? Was, which is like ridiculous. So there was a gym <laughs> which had... State of the art equipment that I that nobody was didn't using. even use. <laughs> Frank used it. Frank went to the gym every day, and he said the only other people there were people who work on the ship, yeah. <laughs> oh, or like two other people. But so I went to the sauna, and uh, I walk in. So I went like right out of the pool. I I washed off, and then I went into the sauna. Chop any kids off at the pool? And uh, no, no, I rub went. one out. No. I'm going to keep asking. I bet you can say At yes. some point, we'll figure yeah. out when he did yeah. rub one out. Did you rub one out at any time? No. Liar. I didn't call you a liar. That was it. I believe no, you. No, no, no. There was no privacy. I shared a room with, I shared a tiny room. Bathroom. With. That didn't stop Lonnie. Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's like what the Navy is. But so I went into the in, each other. into the sauna mm-hmm. <laughs> with like, you know, my bathing suit on. And then I realized like, oh, that like I'm kind of being rude. Where's this going? Because <laughs> the other three guys were all naked. What? 
What? You're being rude? Yeah, wait, well, how yeah. about they're being rude? They're not. That's how you're supposed to go that's to a That's how you schwitz. But why do yeah. they care? But who, they what? don't care. No, they don't care. This who is totally being, a thing. Yeah. And so well, why, this, you, this was the Swede. A guy, well, because it's it's kind of like a... It's a... Like you're supposed to go into saunas. Well, it's because the the bathing suit can carry bacteria. Ah. That so you does pass your ass? Like, yeah. 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 Why no. No. Because you're supposed to shower. You're supposed to be go oh. into it clean. Um, but but no. how did, what, what makes you think that anyone wants to see your schwanz when you go in the hot tub? <laughs> well, the whole thing is you're you're not looking at the schwanz. It's not. It's, <laughs> not a, it's not a schwanz. Oh, I mean, look. You can't look. Look. You can't avoid looking at it, but you're supposed to not look at it. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, this one Swedish guy oh, had nothing to be embarrassed about, and he was just <laughs> he trip just, over it when you walked in. <laughs> oh, oh my god! And it was like it was you it know was like uncircumcised, so it's just a, a, like oh a like it was like the Vasa. It's like you know when you go into. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you know that 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 uh what was that worst that you got at the at Katz's the the knock oh, the knockwurst if you look up knockwurst that's what it that's this, that's <laughs> how it, but isn't a knockwurst like like short and fat short like like a oh it of- was long but like just the the the. F- I read such detail. I can't believe how long. But I this mean, was for like two seconds. I was like, I was like, was holy shit, I've never seen foreskin that Time long. Well, it took, down. You, it took you two seconds to take the picture with your phone, but then you looked there at the picture. There were no pictures. Come on. Was it very veiny? I don't know that. I don't have. I just, I just remember. I've was never seen foreskin more foreskin pierced? in my life. No. Did it look like he was stretching his balls at all? No, no, no. Was he as mesmerized? Uh, with your stretched out balls as you were with his big No, dick. because I had my bathing suit on. I oh, 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 I so thought... you didn't take right. it. I thought no, you eventually no. felt Well, I bad. mean, at that point, I'm like, I'm already in here. They didn't if I just started Yeah, they didn't say anything. But you and didn't get jerked off. I didn't get jerked lost. off. It wasn't... Did they say hello? We did start all talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Well, so here's the <laughs> nice thing. Nice foreskin. Like, uh, so there was the other, the best thing about the cruise is there's metal playing everywhere. And yeah. then depending on the area, it's like either like easy listening metal or, you know, like That's heavy, cool. heavy metal. So That's like cool. in the restaurant, it's more easy listening. What's so the like, easy listening metal? Like, for example, like power metal Dio. or like instrumental. Yeah, like classic metal, not like brutal death metal, right. you know. But then there are other places where you do hear brutal death, like yeah. in the elevators or in the, in, no, in the sauna, it was the easy listening. But they were playing Black Sabbath. And uh, and I commented on like it's not every day you're you're taking a schwitz and Black Sabbath is playing and, and then the schwanz is all around. And, well, no, the schwanzes are all around in a in a sauna. You typically yeah. are <laughs> the schwanzes are out. But you never really get to look at a schwanz while you're listening to Black Sabbath. Exactly. <laughs> Noah, I feel like you should be able to do that anytime you want. No, I'm saying for Rob, not oh, okay. me. Noah, have you ever looked at a schwanz while Black Sabbath was playing? <laughs> there is a possibility, <laughs> but nothing notable. <laughs> Maybe more like Blind Guardian or something. Okay. Cool. Compromise. Shivan's <laughs> Compromise. Episode title. Shivan'smize. Shivan's Promise. But the it was a, it was it wasn't like the best sauna, much like the food. It was an okay sauna. It wasn't that dry, mm-hmm. but it did the trick. But <laughs> what trick is that? Dry a sauna balls. trick? No, it was a, a I got sauna a good, trick. I got a good schwitz got, going. He got something out of it. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. I didn't mean that. I meant like 
you got something? Gee, I'm not even making a joke, and you're getting upset. <laughs> no, I just met. You know, it was his a good, pores it was opened a decent, up. Yeah, exactly. I sweated <laughs> out a little bit. So then I'm like, oh, I should take a shower. And now the showers in the rooms, they're all right, but they're you know pretty low very water small. pressure and very claustrophobic. Yeah. yeah, like you barely fit in there. The showers in the gym. This is a very big pro tip if you're ever on a cruise. Go shower in the gym. It was like a whole room with the shower yeah. and the water pressure was some of the strongest water pressure I've ever felt wow. <laughs> at any shower, cruise or not. Shower in the gyms and cruises because well, they, they give you the fancy stuff. That's There's such specific advice. You won't hear that anywhere else. Yeah. That's right. That's, a, that's a Metal Injection Livecast exclusive. Maybe yeah, like exclusive. an AARP podcast would have that tip also. That <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, awesome. was great. Which uh, deck had the best shuffleboard? Yeah. Oh, it was only on deck four. But uh, the other thing is, so it was a four-day cruise. First first day is on sea. Second day is on sea. Third day, you dock in, in and the stop there was... There was docking? The, on the ship deck? docked. Oh, and, and the stop was in Haiti. Uh-huh. And you're like, what? We're going to go to Haiti? But it wasn't Haiti at all. It was like if there was a Caribbean Universal Studios... Plopped on an island, uh, like a uh, on a peninsula of Haiti, okay. and so the thing is too is like you wouldn't, you weren't even able to leave to go to like you know real Haiti. Right. <laughs> it was just this completely blocked off little town that's like this paradise land that they take over. Good. Who wants to go to the real Haiti anyway? It's like strife I, and sure. starving people. <laughs> uh, and it was beautiful. <laughs> it was great. It was a really nice beach. It was just a picturesque. Uh, Caribbean beach that you would expect where you see, you know, the water's super clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there were these Haitian mar- m- markets. Right. Yeah. I'm like stuttering over the word here. <laughs> I want to say mart. But, uh, and so all of these people, this is like, their soliciting game is so hardcore. Like, hey, hey, me, look, why are you ignoring me? Hey, what's your name? Where are you oh, from? Hey, yeah, hey. Same thing when I went to Jamaica. Same exact. And it's like, on the one hand, I'm like, oh, these people are so poor. I get it. They just, anything to, to whatever. But on the other hand, I was like, leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, thank you. No, oh, thank man. You. When we went to Paris, it was like the guys who sell, they sell these like little Eiffel Towers and other yeah. knickknack bullshit. Mm-hmm. And they're like one time the guy grabbed my fucking arm like to try to sell me something. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking buy anything. Like, get off me. What do you, and they're like dicks about it, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, buy something or whatever. They're Jesus. just like really nasty. They kept being like, here, take this bracelet. It's a free gift here, here. And I'm I like, I'm not thinking nothing from you. Then you're his boyfriend. So, <laughs> yeah. but what's crazy is we walked through this market then we found this like obscure part of the beach that like two other people were on, and we had this whole beach to ourselves. So you got obscure bathrooms, you got obscure beaches. It was great. <laughs> got to find the, the VIP area. <laughs> and there was food on the beach too, so I had ribs. There was just like in the sand. Yeah. There was just something well, no, for so, sand ribs. No, no, no. Like the cruise company owns the dry rub. It's very like, grainy. They own. <laughs> They own the area, so they just brought food off the boat to serve you there. Like, it's, you know, so there was just ribs and burgers and hot dogs. Did you go into the ocean to wash your face and hands? Wash the barbecue sauce sauce off, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I went to to eat after the ocean already. Mm -hmm. That was the last thing. I went back on the boat. And then you washed your face? And then there was more metal. Yeah, and then I took a shower. Well, after the ocean. And the gyms? You took your own tip? No, no, no. I only did that on the last day because that's when I 
Until you figured it out. When I figured it all out. Uh. Next year, I'll know. It's a little too much to do every time because the gym is all the way on the other side of the boat. Mm-hmm. You got to bring all your shit, your change of clothes. Did you feel at any point that you were like, it just in cruises in general, because I've never really been on a cruise. Like, do you feel like stuck on the boat at any point? I did before. Mm -hmm. This time, no, because of the Wi-Fi. And and as, you know, absurd and first world as that sounds, just being able to like text with all of you guys Uh and keep up with what's going on in the world helped me feel like I was still like that I wasn't. Just stuck in the middle of the ocean. Plus, there was so much to do on the boat that it never got tiring. There was always something like, oh, I'm not feeling like seeing another band right now. I'm too tired. Oh, I'm, okay, I'll go in the pool. Oh, good. I don't feel like going in the pool. I've already done that. I went into the casino. I played a little blackjack. Did they have poker? They do have poker. Real poker? What do you mean like, real poker? Like you play against other people? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Sometimes I mean, have... I feel like that's where, you, that's where you would spend most of your time. <laughs> I would know. I would do everything. I'm not going to just... I would go see the bands, too. Yeah, yeah. So, there's that. Then there's, you know, bars on every... Everywhere you look, there's a bar. They even <laughs> converted some towel stations on the pool deck to bars. So, there was, like, yeah, only one place towels. to get towels. Exactly. What's they crazy? soak the towels in vodka and then just wring them out into your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> there was a midnight buffet. So from 12 to 4, they have another like <laughs> round of eating. And it's kind of like all the leftovers from dinner. Nice. And then like they had a nacho station, which was <laughs> every night. <laughs> I just had to have a little bit of nachos with some queso. When I went, it was pizza. Remember, it was like... Yeah, they have so much more food this now. <sighs> Way more food than before. You reminded me, not to get off topic, but I'm having uh, tostadas with uh, pulled pork tonight. Ooh. Ooh. And crema. Ooh, mm. crema. Rob's favorite. <laughs> very, very <laughs> Rob loves crema. <laughs> Drop Crema. Next round. No, so- crema, Rob. <laughs> crema, Rob. Crema, Rob. Crema, Rob. Uh, and there was so that was awesome the midnight buffet but so then there was also oh so at the midnight buffet since it was kind of slow we started talking to one of the bus girls and she's from Ukraine Svetlana of course (laughs) Uh, but it was very interesting talking to her because we were like oh how does this compare to other cruises she's like oh I have nothing to do it's so easy everyone was so she's like you know I go up to somebody and I'm like oh let me take this would you like another water and they're like no I'll get it myself and I'm just like well what am I supposed to do yeah can you imagine how bitchy people must be on regular cruises she was saying that people will come to that cafeteria that's all you can eat they will come and they will sit for four or five hours and eat the entire time and they have to constantly keep bussing the table that would be me clearing out how could you eat for you can't really- anything to avoid seeing the bands <laughs> whatever I have to do <laughs> who's playing oh mm, shrimp sounds good <laughs> Sid uh, all we have left is uh, old Cholodiet oh god you damn have it. to go see Testament and uh, and uh, and who else to play well, you said there was Wi-Fi, right I could go to my room and just check my emails <laughs> yeah 757, were you on the 70,000 tons? Area code 757. Area code 757, we hear you. You're on the air. If you call this. Hello. What's your name? Hey, yes. What's your name and where are you from? (laughs) Hello. If you just Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. 
Hello. Oh, this is Gilly from Bhutan. Oh, hi. What's up? Wait, what's your name? We spoke to him before. Yeah. Hey. What is it? Kingsley, Sorry. right? Kingsley? Kinley, K-I-N-L-E-Y. Okay, Kinley. Kinley. He's from uh, Bhutan. How's it going, Kinley? How is Bhutan at this time? It's going... Yeah. Kinley quite catchy, excuse me. He said, how is it over there this time of year? Yeah, what's the weather like? Uh, it's cold. <laughs> well, I am, it's cold anyway. This is what you like ask him about? 7 a.m. in the morning, so I'm calling you on... Oh, we're, we're your morning show. Did you have a question or anything? No, actually, I did. So I was just listening in. And I, was, uh, I thought I'd call in, and now I'm kind of stumped. <laughs> That's all right. We're That's happy okay. to hear from you. We love having international callers. It blows my mind that people, you know, you're yeah. just outside, like, India, and this is, like, so far away, and, and, and are calling us and listening to us every week. Still can't get used to it. I mean, yeah, you guys, you guys really like, uh, you know, you're the highlight of my week, actually. I love, uh, I always look forward to Wednesday mornings when I can like, download the, if I could, if I can download the show, whenever I can download the show. Oh, that's great. Aww. Thank you. What's the Bhutanese reaction to President Trump so far? What's, how, how, how's everybody over there looking at our predicament? Uh, we, we, you'd not believe it, but there are some who are pro Trump pro-Trump and there are some like myself who are against the whole idea of it. I believe it because... So, yeah, 50-50. I, wow. I know it's not India, but it's like in that region and a lot a lot of Indian people like Trump. It's very weird. Huh. I was watching this... Um, there's this thing that comes on in New York every week and uh, it's like a, mm-hmm. like, a, like a morning... It's on Saturday mornings, and it's like they lease time on an, on an over-the-air station in New York, and it's like Bollywood. They show Bolly. It's like Entertainment Tonight for Bollywood, okay. basically. And I don't remember exactly who it was, but my wife said that there's like uh, one of these guys is very pro-Trump or something. I'm gonna have to ask her hmm. to clarify. But like, there's a there's a whole pro-Trump strain in India. Which is very weird because they'll be the first ones that get handcuffed at the airport. Yeah, is it like a legit ideological thing, or are they just like, well, let's try to get into his good graces because uh, it'll probably be better for us? I don't know. I think tr- like Indians are very conservative, and mm. I think they just lean to whoever the Republican is a lot of okay. the time. Like the Indians that come over here, especially. In our country, it's more to do with the fact that Trump's a businessman. Uh, hmm. Oh, they just they just think because he wears a suit and tie that like he knows what he's doing, basically. Yeah, that, and they they think that, you know, like, he can really, I guess, the whole idea that he'll run the country like a business, which I'm, we're always trying to, like, I've always had debates with people about it all the time. You can't really run a country the way you run a company. But a lot of them have this idea that if you run a country the way you run, he runs his business, then... Yeah, you know, probably it'll be... Well, well, if he runs the country the way he runs the business, we're going bankrupt. Well, that's my point, is that even if that was true, even if that was true that you could run the United States like a business, which you cannot, even if that was the case, he's a shitty businessman. Yeah. Yeah. He's always been a shitty businessman. He's shady, skims money off the top. He He just erects these gaudy, shitty, like, buildings and crap and... They they do nothing for anybody, and then he gets out of dodge with all the money that he that he skims off the top, mm-hmm. abuses labor. He's just he's just a mm-hmm. scumbag Dar- in, all, in all facets of life. Mm-hmm. But Darren, your wife's in, from India, yes? No, she she was born in America. She's fully American. Her parents are from Guyana, 
and they're oh. descend they're descended from Indians. Oh. So her grandfather was born in India. Oh, descended from India. Her, Does she have family there? Yes. Oh, her, her, I, know, I thought if she was from India, she would come to Bhutan for free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Is that true? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Bhutan has like really good relations with India and Bangladesh. So a lot of people from India and Bangladesh are allowed to come to our country for free. That's great. I remember when you, you first... You guys would have to pay $250 a day. Oh, I oh, for that. When you first called, I looked it up and it looks really beautiful. Uh, her father, her, her grandfather is actually. Don't, uh, sorry, don't yeah. be too fooled. Pat. Her grandfather's a Brahmin. I, I uh, he's like a priest or something. Oh wow! I don't know exactly the correct terminology, mm. but he's like a like a, a religious like cleric. He's like ninety five now. Oh wow! A pundit. A what? I'm sorry. A pundit. He's like some religious, right? Is, I don't know what word. I don't know. I'm not familiar with that word. He doesn't know the word. For Sorry. Uh, no problem. But it was some kind of religious <laughs> yeah, like, it's, functionary. It's great, but it's All right. Well, I wanted to actually play this clip from earlier today on CNN. I'm going to put you on hold, Kimley. Uh, so uh, a congressman, Rep- Representative Sean Duffy, if that name sounds familiar, he was on the fucking real world. <laughs> Which season? Uh, oh Miami, God. I believe. It wasn't the third season. Like the third, was, like really yeah. early. It was oh, right after the L.A. one. I remember this. Fuck her up. And so this is maybe the craziest thing I've ever heard. He's defending Trump, who randomly off the cuff yesterday. I was kind of I was listening to part of the speech, and it's so Boston, obvious. Real world Boston. Okay, yes. it was so obvious when he was reading what was prepared for him, and when he would go like start riffing off of what he was reading. You know, right? But. uh Anyway, so he said that the media isn't reporting on all terrorist attacks, which from the looks of it was a complete lie because they released a list Mm -hmm. of uh, of terror attacks that the media didn't report on. And now the media is going and and citing. Here's where we covered this. Here's where we covered this. Right. So it's a total lie. Anyway, so he here he is. He's a Republican trying to defend Trump, saying the most insane thing ever. Let him protect us. Give him a shot. Congress Give him a shot. Sound like hold it. He sounds like Seinfeld. What is that? <sighs> Why? Why don't we give him a shot? I mean, really, he's the president. So here, it's it's very quick in the clip. Why isn't the president talking about the white terrorist who mowed down six Muslims who were praying white. at their mosque? Yeah, I, I don't know, um, but I would just tell you there's a, there is a difference. Um, again, d- death and 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 murder on both sides is wrong. On both sides? What are the sides? Uh, the yeah. sides are white people against the mud people. Yeah. That's what Trump uh, is trying Which to do. Which is insane. There's no sides. <laughs> to them, of course there is. That's why they want to ban a whole religion from coming here. Obviously there are sides. But if you want to take the dozens of scenarios where mm-hmm. ISIS-inspired attacks have taken innocence, and you give me one example of what's happened, I think that was in Canada. Yeah. Um, I'm going to condemn I them I think all. that was in Canada? Uh, but again, you don't it's have like a, a group ago, like ISIS or Al-Qaeda that's inspiring people around the world He's to from take the real up arms world. What do you want? and yeah. kill innocents. That was a one-off. That was a one-off, Allison. Hold on And you a have second. a movement on the other <laughs> side. That was a mulligan. Give me a mulligan on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck so. you. All right, come on. One white person. You don't think that this so. guy who was involved in the mosque shooting said that he was inspired by things that he read online? So you, you've given me two examples, right? And in recent time, we're gonna talk about the one example. 
Um, and there is one? a radical. Well, uh, I think I cut it off, but she said, what about the Oklahoma bomb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, guys. That was like uh, 20 so years I, ago. So hold on. Uh, uh, the world in here in America. Now, that'll take up arms and do bad things. White people um, don't do anything But if you wrong. want to compare this one person in the last 10 years that you can give me an example of, Oklahoma was, what, 20 years ago, um, the Oklahoma City bombing. Um, that's different than this whole movement that's taken that's place through ISIS. Huh? How that's is inspired attacks. I mean, are you going to compare dying. the one attack up in Canada to all the death and yeah. destruction in Europe from how about, refugees? How about or Charleston, the attacks in the United States of America? It's different. But, it's different because the crazy religious uh, cult that's killing the white people is different from the crazy religious cult that is white people that's yeah. killing mm -hmm. other people it's and just because isis has teams. better branding that's really <laughs> the only difference yeah the the stupid crazy idiot religious white people cannot get together yeah, yeah. they I, all hate each other as well yeah. as the muslims it's almost as if i recall there was a shooting not too long ago in a pizza parlor where the guy was going off information, he read off some of these conservative websites. We shouldn't even say that because Muslims do. <laughs> ISIS is one of the biggest killer of Muslims in yeah. the world yeah. as well. So exactly, they're not prejudiced just to white people, but they kill what they kill Muslims because like they're not good enough Muslims. Basically. They're not Muslim enough, sure, yeah. but. Who is Muslim enough for ISIS? Listen, the bottom line Unless is... Unless you're a member of ISIS, you're not Muslim <laughs> enough for ISIS. They're yeah. both... Both sides, you want to say the word <laughs> sides, are fucking lunatics. Let's put it that There's way. There's no sides. That's the thing. It's well, so they, All right, the two factions. Both extremes. Right, both crazy religions are crazy. But also, see, like, both... It's not that they're... they're it's the same sect of crazy it's just they're following a different book right they have different yeah. crazy texts and it's not just follow. two it's all crazy religions yeah mm -hmm. so, but, but, but here's, but here's what he was an extremist he was a white okay. extremist yeah, yeah he, it's crazy he, but not yeah violent. he was okay how about that um, that doesn't matter no it does matter it does matter. Look at the good things that came from it. Nikki Haley took down the... Yes, Look yes. at the good things right. that came from nine black people being shot. They took the Confederate flag down from the Capitol. Totally worth it. But what about all the good things Hitler did? Uh, right. Confederate flag, that was great. That was but great. you want to say, I can give you a couple examples... The look on on this reporter's face, bless her heart, she's just like, fuck it's, this guy. I have a, and I have a question, and clearly what he's saying is insane. But here's my question. Why do you entertain these people? Why give them airtime? Like, what is the, what is yeah, the, they got 24 hours of TV to fill. I guarantee you I can come up with something to fill that time better than if you gave me like, you know, the resources to go get people. Oh, to be I'm sure, but they're just lazy. But no, I don't think they're only, I think in many cases they're Have lazy. Have Elizabeth but, Warren on instead. Right, but they like. He's got actual work to do. They like this. They like this. They like that oh. the guy comes on and says something inflammatory yep. yeah. and then the host is like, <gasps> how dare you black people were murdered in a church. And then it's like a controversy and it yep. goes online. This is don't do this. This is like legitimizing that guy. Because yeah. even though the woman is sitting there going, oh, "This is terrible," she passes out on the fainting couch. Yeah. But you're still airing this guy's. Yeah, this hate video speech. has over three thousand retweets. People are going to see this. It's going to speak to people. It's, and I guess we're kind of we're signal boosting too right now. All right, but thanks, you know, Rob. Just I mean, it's just stop. Just stop doing this. Just stop <laughs> doing it. CNN, stop doing it. 
Then um, Fox News will keep doing it. MSNBC will do. It. I mean, I, you know. but but Fox News already has the tag of you know the, that they're ridiculous. Yeah. CNN has some kind of faux yeah. legitimacy to it. Well, they're also now trying hard to get back slight somehow in Donald Trump's good graces. They're not going to just cut off every lunatic proxy he has mm-hmm. because that'll just feed it more to the fake news opposition. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Right. So they got to give these people a chance to speak just so yeah. they can say, see, see, we're trying to be even. But then the broad goes, oh, my God, what did you just say? Like if they no, she didn't say it that way. She no, I know, I'm just a, being it's a comedy show, Rob. I'm just exaggerating <laughs> a little bit. But no, my point. My this point is being, a comedy show. Just start like it, it, when this comes up in the news, just go. This guy's a fucking liar and an idiot and he's racist. And yeah. there's a be blunt about it. it and move you, on to the it, next. It's a little crazier. There's no there's no constant thread that goes through these attacks and you have radical Islamic terror. Actually, yes, there is. There are usually white Christian men who watch Fox yeah. News. Who get their hands on guns very easily. Who get guns yeah. easily. That's Mentally a common Ill. threat. It's just like, With it, mental it, illness, this quote is unquote. a pattern what they do. What they do is any time that a white person murders people it's like oh he's a loner you know he's, oh, he had mental pro oh we must study this poor this is soul. Uh, video you know, games movies yeah. paul mooney had a great uh, bit where he goes uh, uh a crazy white person why did you murder uh, all your family and everybody on the block goes, i have 12 different personalities oh that's very interesting we have to <laughs> study this uh crazy black piece is the n-word i won't say <laughs> crazy black person uh why did you murder everyone in your family and everyone in the street i have 12 different personalities. Oh, really? Well, pick one of them because one of your asses is going to jail. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. The same thing with Muslims, you know. Well, yeah. Terrorists and ISIS that are driving the attacks. And if you want to compare those, uh-huh. those two, maybe you can throw another one. I, I mean, look at Gabby Giffords. The, 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 look at Gabby Giffords, yeah. the Marxist, the Marxist uh-huh. who took her life. A leftist yeah. guy, Wait. and now you see violence and terror in the streets Took all across America, burning and beating people with Donald yeah. Trump. still alive? The violence you have to look at. You can try so, to so use some examples of the right. So where do we go? The left. Just, just she is there. right. The, she didn't die. Has to say who did? Who? Gabby violence. Giffords. She, oh yes, she did, didn't she? I thought she did. No, she got it, shot, but she's wrong. still alive. I'm ninety-nine. <laughs> isn't she? Other people die there. I think she's still alive. But we look, and if love and peace from, as you brought up in San Bernardino, why don't we look at Berkeley, where people get beat? Yeah, right. know, thank you. People that get beat up for wearing a Donald Trump hat, make America great again. People, one again, person. Or they get kicked, and, 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 and oh, stores get vandalized, and they burn, and they beat. Where does wow, where, where have we heard of burnings and beatings and lynchings? Where has that ever happened through history? Nobody's been lynched yet. Yeah. And CNN and MSNBC stand up and go, you know what, this is wrong. If we're going to have it peace, is wrong. Yeah, and we're going to inspire the left. are attacked as well. And when swastikers are swastikers. Yeah, that's, onto buildings, was, we've been talking I about this. I forgot what I listened to that earlier today. Why do you think that when it's a white terrorist, so, it's an isolated incident? So, I'm, so what, what I'm saying is, <laughs> it sounds like, uh, like you know, a Z morning zoo. Hey, we're giving out swastikers today. <laughs> Fortieth caller, the phrase that pays. When you see our swastikers on the bumper of a car in front of you, honk that horn, baby. <laughs> when the last two letters of the last two words are SS, <laughs> give us a call for some swastikers. Tell us the phrase that pays, baby. WNZI. Leave off the last S for swastikers. Is that something? <laughs> oh. You have a. Son. All right, fuck this guy. All right. 
That's Thank you. His tone was like he was arguing with his parents. Like his sister did something wrong, but she didn't get in trouble, and then he got in trouble, and he's trying to talk his way out of it. <laughs> so it makes sense that he was on the real world. Also, really, Wisconsin he's from? They yeah. were electing people from the real world? Yeah. Well, that's how little competition. <laughs> Whew. It's 75 degrees down at the Clive and Bundy Ranch, everybody. <laughs> Beautiful sunny day. Partly cloudy. He's the one married to the chick that went out with Puck. That Duffy? was with Puck. That, yeah. Really? He's with that Rachel chick from Wait, season two. He was on the, the Puck season? He was on the season after, okay, but then obviously yeah, all those MTV lunatics commingle. Mm-hmm. So he's married to the chick that was dating Puck during that the San Francisco season. So he's get, he's get, he's getting puck sloppy seconds. I don't give a puck at all. Yeah. Yeah. He probably has people. herpes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the one with Pedro, the AIDS yes, guy? Yes, yes. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Pedro. Pedro Zamora. Why do I remember this shit? God. Did you watch Real World? Back then, yeah. yeah. There wasn't that much on TV. I watched that. I watched that whole puck season, and I hate all those people. I hate even the guy with the AIDS was annoying. <laughs> Every, every single one of them. And what they did, to, what Puck did to him was horrible also. Yeah. Like, not taking sides. What did he do? Just like, you know, made fun of them. They became enemies, like, for he the show. super you know? homophobic. Yeah. Mm. Uh, was he super homophobic? I don't remember I him being homophobic. I think he was, he was just a dick to everybody. He was just, like, gross and stuff. And yeah. the guy's like, listen, I could die. Maybe yeah. be a little bit more sanitary and respect me a little bit more. And he's like, nah. I'm a bike messenger. Meh. But at the same time, oh, and that's and he's a huge dick. I'm not defending yeah. him. But if you're like worried about that, why are you doing the real world to raise awareness? Okay, like and no then one die knew what AIDS thereafter. was. Well, at that time, that was the first person on a regular show with AIDS, though. But couldn't you do, like I don't know, like uh, you want to die for that though? Like if it's unsanitary conditions with these horrible twenty year old people, die anyway. Yeah, I guess he was on his way out. <laughs> Oh Jesus! He Rob was so insensitive, but he was. Homophobic. He died shortly. Yeah. He died before the season even started airing. No, I don't think that's or true. Or like before oh. a reunion or something. Like a couple years later, he died. Okay. Yes, yeah, so oh, okay. More than a year later, for sure. Well, he's deader than Gabby Giffords. That oh. much we know. <laughs> well, speaking of the game, guess he was twenty-two when he died. What? He yeah, looked 94. like he was thirty on that show well, already. They, I guess the HIV ages you. Back then, it's twenty-two. It's crazy. Like now, if if you get it, you're you could you could live a full life. You could be fine. Ninety-four. That's twenty-two years ago. Let's not mislead people. It's still not a good life to have the HIV. It's not easy, but it you live. It's functional. Yeah, you can can live. You have to really stay up on your meds and all that. Yeah, but. As long as you do, if you take a pill or two a day, you're living comfortably. I mean, I'm sure it's expensive. You need, you need insurance and whatever, but it's not the death sentence it used to be. No. Which is insane, which is just a testament to... It's really a testament to religion and God, because that's what produced yeah. these medicines. All those religious people are very intent about praying for gay people. Yeah. <laughs> not to have AIDS. I think gay people probably prayed for gay people to have AIDS, and that's how it started in the first place. Wait, what? <laughs> if anything, if gay people, if if religious people were doing anything to pray about gay people, it was for them to. Oh, like, oh you said you gay said people, gay prayed people for, pray yeah. for gay people. Oh, sorry, slip of the tongue. What? They're into some weird shit. Sorry, just the self. I meant religious yeah. people. Uh, so a big champion of the gays, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. She performed at the Super Bowl <laughs> it's from, last it's night. From Analyze This, do you remember that scene when 
Like it's like a big meeting of of um, of like mob people, and Chaz Palminteri is like speaking at this mob meeting, and he goes, "Some of you know me as Mikey Gaga, some of you know me as Joey Boombats, be as it may." <laughs> That's a great movie. Uh, so it was announced that she is going to be performing with Metallica at the Grammys this Sunday, which I'm kind of looking. Suddenly, that, that I be care about the Grammys. That's pretty interesting, uh-huh. and I think she did a great job so at the good. Super Bowl. Yes, uh, I like. So you know, the CB or Fox or whatever in the NFL were like, you know, sh- they didn't want her to do anything political. Which honestly, I mean, I understand. Like, it's like not. Right. It's not really the the. Play. But mean, who said she was even going to do that? Of course, of yeah. course. There was a well. I think what she did was just the right tone and just political enough where she sang, "This land is your land. Yeah. This land is my land." Pro America without being anti anything. Yeah. yeah, but and also just yeah, exactly. And but with a, a subtle uh, tip of the hat to like, hey, this this is for everybody. You know, you know. Uh, but wasn't that song written? Uh, it's a communist song. But didn't it oppose like white supremacy? No, I think it opposed capitalism. I think it was like uh, it, it, the people who wrote that song were saying like we should share everything and yeah. be communist like Russia or whatever. But, but uh, it's kind of taken on a different meaning since then. What what, what I think what, uh, was weird is that people responded to that even though she went out of her way to say absolutely nothing political people complained about that and they complained about the commercials that were like inclusive and yeah. all that and oh, i'm I like i'm thinking to myself like if you see a see or see someone singing a song about like equality and like inclusion and this is for everybody saying nothing negative about anything and you go that's against trump <laughs> you know like what does that say about trump yeah he's yeah. anti equality like you're yeah. saying it yourself i saw this one screenshot of a Fox News uh, tweet of a headline, and it, the spray there was like graffiti, and like uh, the graffiti said like "No fascism in USA," mm-hmm. and the headline was "Anti-Trump graffiti appears <laughs> in North Carolina" or whatever, and it's yeah. like, oh, so they're essentially admitting that right. Trump is a fascist, and it is, and it and it is yeah. what it is. It yeah. is anti-Trump, but like they're not saying it. You are correctly identifying yeah. it, right, and right. then complaining about it, right? Because uh, you know too. But also what was impressive was there were at least parts, I don't know the whole thing, where she was actually singing mm-hmm. at the Super Bowl, which seems unheard of lately. You know? Right. Because she can do it. Yeah. <laughs> like the, most of these people cannot. But even the ones that can do it don't do it. Like Mariah Carey with that whole debacle uh, right. that we talked about. She can definitely pull it off. She's got a great voice. She's too lazy. Uh, well, anyway, so now that this news surfaced of uh, Gaga performing with Metallica, mm-hmm. Eddie Trunk... Oh this morning or this afternoon went off on a little rant and I wanted Shut to play up. it because it's so it's so silly. Okay. He is not a fan of Who would have thought this woman cured cancer yesterday during the Super Bowl thing? I mean, the people are falling all over themselves like, Where's what he, the hell happened? Like and then like I saw some clips and I looked at some stuff on... He had he's a at the, show on Sirius. He's at the women's march. He's yeah. outside at a, on a podium. <laughs> he, he Actually, he's... Uh, in the elevator shaft. I was going to say, they don't give him a fucking studio? They give Cousin Bruce a studio? The and room closet. I bet it's whoever recorded this. That's just They just recorded it poorly off the radio. Okay. Fine, ruin it. Line, it's like, okay, great. You know, it's a nice pop show. But, I mean, really? I mean... Again, Hold on. It's a nice pop... Woman. It's the fucking... She came down from a wire from the yeah. sky. <laughs> and it was the fucking halftime of the Super Bowl, you... 
fucking putts. Is it bad that I was sort of hoping for an Owen Hart situation, by the way? Uh, uh, you, I was the, very concerned about that. I was yeah, hoping I was, for it not to happen. I don't yeah, know. I was, it was in my mind. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah well, okay. I feel like they there, she's not going to just go without proper. Yeah, but you know. You, I mean, Owen Hart had the proper, like, you know, yeah, they, no, they yeah. checked everything and it just uh, happened. That's not what I heard. What you hear? Uh, that it wasn't, there was no testing, that they rushed through it. All right, but I'm saying, like, thing. all right, but, like, well, those things don't happen. They, they do thousands of those, and nothing yeah. happens, you know. Are you saying the Blue Blazer was an inside job? Yep. <laughs> wow. Me and Alex Jones. The Blue Blazer. The Blue Blazer's made of sulfur, people. <laughs> I love how, I don't want to get off too much on a tangent, but I love how, like, Alex Jones is now just, like, a, like, he has nothing to complain about anymore. So it's yeah. like, he... It's like mission accomplished, and now his show is just like Rush Limbaugh. It's like there's no, he doesn't rant about anything anymore. I'm sure he'll find. It stuff. was like lizard people, fluoride in the water, and the president's a Muslim, and all oh, you blah blah blah. And now he's just like you know <laughs> oh, tax reform. Man. <laughs> we got yeah. this is gonna be a revolution, people. AP. <laughs> I'm sorry. Back to Lady Gaga. Here's the thing that makes me bonkers about this, though, when it comes to Lady Gaga in my world. And I saw this on Twitter a bunch of times. People saying, hey, remember, let's support her. Metal fans, let's support her because she's a metal fan. She's a metal fan. We've been hearing that narrative about this woman. Narrative. Because she showed showed up at a Kiss show or showed up at an Iron Maiden show. Okay. Great. That's Why great. I hate her so but much. Stop saying, stop. This guy's into metal thing. If you- I, first of all, I want to say that I've done a 180 on Lady Gaga. I did not like her when she first became popular. And I now have a lot, not because of the Super Bowl, just over time. I feel mm-hmm. like I have softened my stance on her. But even if you didn't like her. That's just a ridiculous argument. Like, she doesn't play metal, therefore she's not a metal fan. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand know. what the. What is that? Well, hold on, it is. gets even yeah. dumber. Okay. You are truly into hard rock and metal. You play it. You support. What? Rob, do you play it? Do you play it? If metal? you're a musician, I guess. Yeah. Which is not even you true. Can't like, like I like multiple consider, things. I consider myself a metalhead, but I don't play metal music on my guitar. Yeah, this is such an old man gatekeeper. Well, he's an old man, isn't he? Yeah. It's not even an old man. It's like an angry fat high school kid. It's both. I, I feel like it, he's like, you know, angry old man with a little boy stuck inside. Right. He's like, whoa, that sounds creepy. At the Schwitz. Eddie Trunk is uh, driving the ice cream truck around the neighborhood, waving his Schwanz out the window. <laughs> I'm more picturing like Rob sat down too fast at the Schwitz and didn't realize there was a little kid underneath him. <laughs> and a little kid inside me, but I didn't mean it. It just happened. Um. What was I going to say? His pores were a little too We were saying it's not even an old man. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I feel like it is an old man thing in a way. Like, he just listened to fucking Kiss when he was 15 and never advanced beyond that. How dare she say she's metal? Do you know how many hours I put into being able to to say proudly? You know how long it took me to lose my virginity? Ah, But she has a, she has a, you know, talent that got her where she is and he doesn't. He's just a schmuck that talks to the radio. You embrace it. She does you, embrace you, you it don't. though. Like I don't understand. Yeah. And also, she has had and she like music. A, more aggressive, like aggressive for pop mm-hmm. type rock songs, yeah. like like very poppy metal songs for sure. And so you're excuse wrong. Me wearing a dead meat dress to an award show—that's pretty fucking metal. 
And plus, didn't Metallica have like you know fucking slow ass? And this is the thing. Song? This is the thing. Like, where is the line that's drawn on if somebody is a metalhead or not? What is the what application do we have to fill out? We have to ask. Like, Trump. do we have to go to and like? Also, a, is it like one of those BuzzFeed quizzes? Like, how metal <laughs> yeah. are you? But like, really, who cares? Like, what does this matter? Whether we consider her that or not? What is it? Who? who cares? What is it exactly? What does it matter if some people are like, oh, she's a metalhead? Well, let's hear a little more of this rant. Mm-hmm. I can't comprehend how somebody could, and this isn't her so much as saying it, but people, whether it's the industry or rock fans, saying this. It's like, please stop with that. Uh. If she was truly, truly into metal, she wouldn't be playing pop music. She's not everyone artist. is like you where they only like one kind of music yeah. and right. everything else is shit. Yeah, yeah other, like, other people it, are relevant. Also, yeah. nobody's <laughs> saying that Lady Gaga only listens to metal. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what they mean by metalhead. They mean, like, maybe that's what his definition of a metalhead is. Because is that's who what he is. Listens to metal. Trunk. Yeah. Dump him My definition trunk. of metal, a metalhead, is somebody who appreciates heavy metal, mm-hmm. not exclusively. Yeah. Inclusively, it could be exclusively. It could be. It doesn't have to be. Right. No. And yeah. another person was like, uh, someone else. I had a similar conversation like this. It was about like Margot Robbie. Like she's not a metal, so she likes a few Slipknot songs. Okay. She's not a metal. I'm like, but she is a metal. Like because she's oh, she is open she's to open metal and she likes it. it, then she's a metalhead. Right. And 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 this person was like, oh well, I can't. I can't talk to her about, you know, like an underground band. Like, You're not say, talking to her about anything because you will never meet well, her. I'm talking to her about tribulation. I'm like, well, look, <laughs> you might not be able to bro down with her about tribulation, but you could be like, hey, I want to play this cool band for you, tribulation. You might like them. And she would listen to it. No, she would get her bodyguard yeah. to beat the shit out of this. <laughs> to get her restraining order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you even talking about? <laughs> Margot Robbie. All right. Let's and by it. the way, these people criticizing Mar- Margot Robbie, if they ever met her in a room melt. with her, they'd fall to their knees and worship her. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Great. Maybe she likes an Iron Maiden song. Maybe she likes Run to the Hills and she's heard it one time. Okay. Maybe she knows rock and roll. Something tells me I can't sit down and talk to her about the guitar solo and plaster caster on Love Gun, okay? Maybe Nobody she... wants to talk to what? you about that. Like, no first cares. of all, do you know that there are a lot of people who don't consider Kiss to be a metal band, yes. Eddie Trunk? Yeah, yeah you Seriously. fucking Actually, gatekeeper. Kiss are fucking... Ugh. Like, there's a lot of metalheads that consider Kiss to be total fucking posers. And in addition to that, uh, Lady Gaga jumped from the sky about 500 feet and landed and did a performance, which is more... Metal than oh anything God. he ever fucking did in his life. He would definitely a have a blue blazer situation. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have the hardest that'll support any drunk. Fucking reinforced cables for that motherfucker. So everybody just calm down with this whole. You calm down. So let's get behind her. I'm a rock music fan. Okay? Also, Paul, let's get okay. behind her. She doesn't need your support. Yeah, she's doing. Okay. She's doing <laughs> that's, great. Maybe yeah. that's the reason she went into pop and set of metal because you can make fucking money doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Like, look, you don't want to support her because she's a metalhead? That's a-okay. Yeah. She yeah. did a fucking album with Tony Bennett because she wanted yeah. to. She's Not because she needed money. It did, probably didn't yeah. even sell that she's well. She's doing a halftime at the Super Bowl. You're going to taco parties with Jose Mangin. <laughs> <laughs> All due respect to her and what she does, All but I'm respect. not going to sit there and, and run around screaming. All due respect. I have no respect Gaga. for her. Yeah. All the respect for her, who's a total poser. 
All due respect, she's great for a pop. No respect is due, so that's all the respect I have for her. <laughs> Good at what she does in that realm. Great. great. But stop trying to make her in, like, oh, she's a rock star. What, because she, she wore a Metallica shirt once? I hate that. I'm sorry. Well, let's sorry. see what sorry, she everybody. does with Metallica. I just got to tell yeah. it like I see audience? it. He's got I'm seeing all these metal guys on it's Twitter tweeting, effect. remember, she's a metalhead. Then play it. If you're, if you're, if you call your... Also, she's done like DJ sets where she's played battle, or she or she would go like her opening act would be her her best friend DJ Starlight, and she would play Metallica right before and Maiden and Judas Priest uh-huh. right before Gaga would go on. So she is doing that. She's exposing metal to to her audience. And also, isn't didn't this rant happen because of news that she was going to play with Metallica? No, this was just oh, the okay. Super Bowl. This I was, was going right to say, because she is doing it. I wonder yeah, now she is doing it. So, well, yeah, what does he have an opinion on your that? Your one wonder. plank in your stupid yeah. argument is going like away. Ha- half a day later, even that one. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, a metalhead. Heart, she said, okay. Yeah. Heart, in the chat, Heartbreak Kid's Lazy Eye says he sounds like comic book guy. He does. Yeah, yeah 100%. What is the deal with, with this stupid Lady Gaga? Worst pop star ever. <laughs> then you live and die and support this music, and that's what you are. Then how the hell do you make music like you make? I walked no, Paul steadily on stage in 1977. Let me get this straight. Gene Simmons hasn't made a shitty pop song. Uh, using your own fucking yeah. argument, yeah. Paul Stanley only makes fucking heavy. When's the last time Paul Stanley made a fucking heavy metal record? But also, Whoa. does this mean that like someone who works on a serious XM sports channel who likes metal doesn't really like metal because they're doing sports talk right. instead of what Eddie Trunk does? Play does? it, right? I, like, how far does <laughs> you this have go? a radio show? Why are you playing metal? Yeah. Why are you wasting your air on sports? Like, where do we draw the line with this? I'm a fan of that kind of sharing. <laughs> Chris Russo calling you out. <laughs> I scared Chris Russo today. Really? Yeah, because... Would you fart in his front of the studio? No, 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 no. No farts. I just happened to turn the corner, and he was on his phone turning the corner, and he uh. just looked up and just was like, oh! How you doing that, Noah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. Looking good. Oh no! How's that jujitsu going, Noah? <laughs> Sexual harassment in the workplace. Nothing against that music. If that's what you're into, great. But how? I don't understand how you could possibly make such. He has unbelievable everything against jo- that. Wait, so then what is it? Which one is real? You're going to tell me you really like that diverse of a spread of music? You can. That one yes. Sure. Some people do. Yes. Why not? Why yeah. can't you like? Because he's Eddie Trunk. He's a small-minded, stupid idiot. Yeah minute you're making music that sounds like madonna i mean come on so again i'm okay. sure she likes some rock or whatever but we gotta stop with this you know she's into metal come on come on come on all right so i just had no to say response that. from but his I, I haven't seen the halftime performance so i can't talk about it other than a couple minutes of the Did clips they like showed on tv stand up in a movie theater talented and singer talented to performer <laughs> more power to this. her but stop with the connection to the metal thing. And if they gave him that fucking uh, record, that payola shit, you know, on a stoop to play. If she made a metal album, he'd fucking be playing the shit out of it. They give him fucking money. Yep, fat bastard. <laughs> so silly, you fat bastard. <laughs> 
You know something? <laughs> I guarantee I would like to that play. he would never say this to her face. Oh, no, of course not. He'd be no. posing for a picture He's with it. the world's biggest yeah. celebrity sycophant toe sucker. So I want to I wanna play this song off of Lady Gaga's album, uh, Born This Way. Uh-huh. And uh, this song is called Heavy Metal Lover. This is not metal. This is already heavier than Beth, I just want to say. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is more metal than uh, Paul Stanley laying in the, in the, in the oh, bed. With, more metal uh, than with any three, poison With three song. comatose whois. <laughs> that artistic little shot they were doing, that erotica. This is less metal than Winger, though. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Cinderella. That's real metal. Yeah. That's fucking metal. Those people are representing. What is Gaga doing? She uses less Aquanet. I guess it's not really a metal song, but... It's not. Yeah. At all. Yeah. But who cares? Yeah. And I'm dancing. It's a pop dance song about her love for heavy metal. Is it about that? Or, or her boyfriend who's a heavy metal What's lover? the lyrics? Maybe it's about uh, going on a cruise. And, oh, she was on the 70,000. She saw a bunch of chances over there <laughs> in a hot tub. She was schwitzing with Rob. Maybe I want your whiskey that- mouth all over my oh. blonde south. Mm. Oh, red, wow. Red wine, cheap perfume, and filthy pout. Tonight, bring all your friends because a group does it better. Uh-huh. Why river with a pair? Let's have a full house of leather. So it's not about everything's with poker. With oh, them. oh, oh, who, 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 oh, who, who, oh, who, heavy metal lover. <laughs> that doesn't sound like it's really about heavy metal. But I'm not that I'm criticizing that. Just I saying. guess it's just about sex. Yeah. Well, what's the metal? I think things? what it is is it's about her ex boyfriend. Who was her Luke heavy Carl? metal lover? Yes. Oh, and she lived a heavy metal lifestyle. Because, with yes, the... because she go here the dirty pony. I can't wait to hose you down. You've got to earn your leather in this part of town. Dirty pearls in a patch for all the Rivington revels. I think that's the bar that he. What What if she goes on the race? next cruise and you're there and she meets you and you have a fling, like a love affair? Oh my! And God. she writes a song. Ra 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 ba ba ra ba ba ra ra ooh la la ra ba. Rabba romance. <laughs> I would be so honored. <laughs> Why do you know all about her ex-boyfriend and where he works and stuff? He works at Sirius. He worked at Sirius. We knew him. He still oh, works really? there. He still works He's there. He's in yeah. Nashville. He's great. Luke Carl. He's a DJ on... Uh... He's on uh, Nation. Is that even and, and uh, Ozzy's Boneyard? So is that why Eddie Trunk is so mad? Because she picked a different serious DJ. Well, look at him. No, he was, they were together before he was on. Series. He looks like a yeah. shit that Meatloaf took. Yeah, go seriously. Yeah, this guy Luke Carl is like the most charming man I've ever met. I don't know who he is, but I know he looks better than Eddie Trunk. <laughs> you're gonna look me in the face and say he's the most charming man you ever met, and you're not talking about uh. me, you piece of shit. <laughs> you heard what I said. Uh, I will uh, never forgive you. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, listen, it's a low bar. Eddie Trunk, like 350 pounds of baloney tits. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> God. Oh, it's so true. Baloney <laughs> tits. <laughs> Fucking Gabagool <laughs> statue. Oh, my God. Gaga. Play that all. Where's my Pringles? <laughs> Just laying there eating a salami. It's the fucking B.O. fountain. 
Oh dear. <laughs> Eddie Trunk. Um, what about voicemails, Rob? Do we have any? Oh yeah, we do have a voicemail. <laughs> Can you From pull Eddie it Trunk. up? Oh no. Well, I feel like Eddie Trunk is the type oh, have of person that would call into the show to complain about us complaining about Good. him. Good, let him call in. Let's let's that hear. Bastard. What, this one. The- <laughs> <laughs> It's gabagool with legs. I don't know why I feel like I'm higher. <laughs> Prosciutto with legs. You didn't even smoke in front of me. Rob no farted. Oh, no. You breathed it in. This one's from Lovely. Hello to the voices, personalities, and bodies behind the Metal Injection Livecast. That's us. This is self-proclaimed Livecast listener Lovely. <gasps> By the way, I'm never going to let self-proclaimed go now. It's going to become part of my brand somehow, somewhere. I'll make it happen. Speaking of which, um, if did you guys see the uh, t-shirt design idea I sent over on Twitter? If you hate it, you can pretend you never even saw it and forget the fact that I even brought it up. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to ask you guys a couple of fun questions. A. Have you ever had any fun dreams or interesting weird dreams that you recall having? One I recall having was the fact that um, in this dream, a friend and I were just simply walking on a sidewalk. And then as we were walking... We encountered the corpse of Marilyn Manson, and she broke down in tears at the site. And I'm really sort of just acknowledged the presence of his corpse in front of me, like, yeah, I'll just let you cry over it for a sec. And then I woke up, and then Marilyn Manson really wasn't actually dead. But anyways, um, do you also, like, collect anything fun and interesting? If you do, I collect pop figures, um, mostly of Marvel Comics characters, and but I also have a Lemmy one and I have a Sailor Moon one because I love Sailor Moon. But anyway, um, until next time, guys, stay brutal. I have a pretty good record collection, but that's more of like you know, not it's more that I was just so old that I used to buy records, yeah, yeah. yeah CDs, and for I have me. a bunch of them there in my mother's house. But no speaking of Sailor them. Moon, did you know there's a band called Sailor Poon? Is that right? It's an all-girl, like, a punk band or hardcore or something <laughs> called Sailor Poon. Are they of age? Sailor Moon was, like, teenagers. I'm thinking probably late teens, early 20s, oh, yeah, yeah. maybe. 20s. But, yeah, I just I, I haven't listened to them. I just saw the name, and I was like, okay, that's fantastic. Sailor Poon is baby metal all grown up. Not sure, yeah. that's, not sure that's appropriate. <laughs> I like it. Um, I don't remember any dreams that I had lately, yeah. but I do remember, like, the last couple of weeks I've been having intense dreams and like I just wake up in like a pool of drool. What? Is it yours or Bruno's? It's definitely mine. You should lay on your back. That prevents uh, drooling. I I can't really sleep on my back. I usually sleep on my stomach. Uh, Whenever I used to lay on my side, I would always drool. And then when I started laying on my back, it went away. I can't fall asleep on my back. I had a lot of other problems too when I would sleep not on my back. Like what? Like, I would have temporary uh, waking paralysis. Like, when I would wake up for, like, 30 seconds, I would not be able to move, even though my brain was now functioning. Really? It was very scary. And then other times, I would have these dreams, like, where it's a dream. I wake up in the dream, and I can't move. But it's not real. And then I wake up, and I can move. And that completely stopped happening when I started laying on my back. I was the same as you. I said, I can't fall asleep. On my back, I can't do it. And then when I got married, and you know, we would, you know, started like when we lived together and we had our own bed. Mm-hmm. I just, my wife convinced me to sleep on my back, and it works. She hmm. just 
put a fort of pillows around you so you wouldn't be able to turn. No, I f- no, it's not that. I feel like if like I made a concerted effort because I I felt like my tossing and turning because of my sleep position was mm-hmm. bothering her. So mm-hmm. I started just laying still on my back and and I sleep through the night most of the time now. Highly recommend it. Just like the Cottonelle wiping. <laughs> Pass that along. I'm a listeners. sleeping on my side kind of guy. Yeah. Does it have any adverse effects for you? I mean, everyone's different. I don't fine. know. I need a, I know. like a pillow, like yeah. a body pillow to hold <clears throat> if I'm on my side. Oh, like one of those man pillows that it's like your boyfriend. I, I do like I, I do like having a pillow. Yeah, like a second pillow to hold. And also, I like having a pillow between my thighs. You seized on the least important part of that. <laughs> I wanted to see what she said about the man and the boyfriend pillow. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Noah, would you have a boyfriend pillow? No, I have my regular bed pillow. <laughs> there you go. Mm. Okay. <laughs> a pillow on one side and a guy on the other side. Does it have a peen? Oh. <laughs> Does your pillow have a peen? Oh, see, she she wants the guy on the other side. She doesn't want to be snuggling with him. She wants to be in a sandwich. Three-way. I'm I'm tossing and turning the whole night anyway, so I can't just sleep in one position. Yeah, me too. I'm maybe a multiple you, multiple position kind of gal. Maybe if you laid mm. on your back, you wouldn't toss and turn so much. I don't do it anymore. Mm. I, I've researched it. They say that's the best way to sleep. I'm sure that you're right, but to me, it just feels like I'm laying in a coffin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's a whole other thing to you. That's yeah. a psychological issue. Maybe you might need to get over that. Well, you can lay in any position in a coffin. That's yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> you can put that in your will. Put me sideways. No, put me on my stomach. Yeah, you oh. can only pick one, though. <laughs> you can't but be the, if, if you have like an open casket funeral, it would just be people looking at the Whatever. back of your, I have, head of your I have, ass. I have a great looking ass. It's yeah. better than my you face. You have a great pot. Well. Thank you. Uh, I don't really. Uh, I feel like the only dreams I've had lately have been like. If I have, like, for example, I have the plane to catch or something like that, uh, (laughs) the dream is, like, missing it. Mm. But. (coughs) Or, like, choking to death on a podcast. Choking to death on a podcast. (laughs) No. But my favorite dreams are the ones where I fly. And I still have this vivid dream uh, from when I was a kid where I was at my playground and I just kind of had this running start. Like, I ran, 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 and I moved my legs so fast that I just started floating. Like an airplane, I went up, <laughs> and I just floated over my entire neighborhood. And that was, was the first time you got high. Uh, <laughs> well, this was... A, I was definitely not high. No, was, like... Up oh, high. high. Really high. I see. High yes. High. Yes. <laughs> but I remember... And then I remember I became aware of the fact that I was dreaming, but I didn't want to wake up because it was such a fun dream. I've never had a lucid dream. Yeah. Oh, I, I have them all the time where I'm like, wait, this is so weird. Oh, I'm dreaming. Yeah. And then like, sometimes I'm like, I really want to get up, but I can't like tell myself to get up. But can you just... do things in the dream and influence it? Uh, no, it's just like kind of like I'll try to do stuff, but the dream kind of keeps going. Mm. <laughs> what about having sex in your dream? Not since I was uh, very yeah, it's, young. It's been a while since I've had a... Or like having an orgasm in your dream. I had them when I no, first I, started being in puberty, and then never again. Never had a never had a a wet dream. I did. Oh. I had a bunch of them. Yeah, when I was younger. <clears throat> I like those. <laughs> you have wet dreams. I mean, not. Well, she said she's recently. drooling all the time. So oh, yeah, I guess in a way oh. that is a wet dream. Yeah, which yeah. part are you drooling at? Oh no, <laughs> oh. she's incontinent. Oh. Like, <laughs> no way is a squirter. We know this. <clears throat> <laughs> 
There's such a thing as like squirt snoring. Oh, <laughs> Splash. I mean, I can't squirt from under my tongue. I can gleek. What? Oh. Yeah, I do that sometimes. Where you squirt saliva from your mouth? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Spit. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I don't. Where I don't collect anything. I'm not a, I try to have as few material items as possible, especially I remember, uh, uh, you know, I never was really much of a, a collector of things. But when I lived with Sid and when we moved out, like each to separate apartments, seeing the difference in the amount of boxes the two of us had, <laughs> uh, because Sid has a ton of books and CDs and DVDs. Sid reads. That was yeah. just like, I read just on the Internet. Uh, or on my on my on my like uh, Kindle reader, uh, I was just like, oh yeah, I'd never want to deal with this. I never want to have this much stuff that I have to worry about. Just hire Sorry. somebody. I we did hire, uh, but it's just packing it and unpacking. You it. hire yeah. someone to do that. <laughs> what are you, a fucking peasant? <laughs> I can put B in there. I can just look it up online or read it that way. Read it digitally. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I like Rob's method of minimalism. Yeah. yeah. I just need a big hard drive, nice TV. I'm good. You co- right. you collect uh, pop figures too, don't you know? Like love no. You have like eight of them yeah. behind you right now. Golden Girls figures behind uh, Bernie well, and some wrestler. You got that, Bernie? Where's oh, Bernie? Right behind One of her. Christina's yeah. friends, her husband works for this company, so he sent them to us. Oh. So you should hook Lovely up with some free. I'll take them home if you don't want. I'll take the Golden Girls ones if you don't want them. I do want the Golden Girl ones, <laughs> oh, but okay. I, I'm not. I wouldn't consider myself a collector of figurines. I used They're to collect still figurines, in their boxes but I got rid too. of them. Nerd. What figurines did you collect that you got rid of? Just like uh, like horror stuff, and then I was just like, I'm too old for this. I used to collect uh, um, like coffin dolls or whatever. Oh, I remember those. Wow. It's just a waste of space. And also just kind of like, not to be a bummer, but kind of you're just blowing your money on things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess if you have like an emotional attachment to it. Well, sure. if it's something functional like records, you know, I can yeah. understand it. Or DVDs. But even that, that's all, it's all streaming. That's how I feel about it. But it wasn't always. Music. Yeah, no, that's I agree. Point. Yeah. Well, no, but this, is, I, I, there's something about records that I enjoy. Like, I, I, I'm just lazy. Like, I never go put them on or anything. But like, so then there isn't anything you enjoy. No, that no, no, that's seconds. not true. Why? What do you? Why do you say that? I well, just like, have other so many other things in my life that that are but, stimulating. You know? But like, you clearly, I, I don't mean this is an attack, but. You don't enjoy it enough to act actively right. pursue so that's it. why I'm not buying new records or anything, yeah. but I mean, I, I can At understand the, the value of it. No, no, I get it too. I absolutely understand. Uh, I feel like collecting records, that that's certainly an exception, or, or collecting... Because well, it's, it's like better collecting than, art. It's better than it's collecting, collecting history. Like, pogs or something like that, you know. <laughs> or, yeah, like, like baseball cards. I never got any of that. I mean, I guess th- those stuff... That stuff could be worth something. But really, though, is it? Yeah, baseball cards can be. But the reason I really liked baseball cards as a kid is because it was fun. Because it wasn't like now with the internet. Like, you can basically go online and just buy anything you want. Like, back then, it was like hunting down and trying to get a complete set. Like, you would just buy packs. And then it would be like, there were all these common shitty ones. And then there'd be like a few that were rare and you had yeah. to keep buying packs and like it was a total scam to make money yeah but it was fun like yeah. it was an activity that was yeah. worth your time i mean i, re- yeah. I did i remember mcdonald's had trading cards at one point of basketball players and 
I kind of got into that, and mm-hmm. the uh, the hunt was for the Michael Jordan card, mm-hmm. which was the rarest one. Did you right. get it? I did get it. Ooh. Uh, and the reason is because my mom, because so my best friend, his mom and his grandmother basically bought him like a ton of these packs, so he had the entire collection mm-hmm. except for the Michael Jordan one. Nah. And then my mom, uh, she she eventually told me that she like bribed the cashier because I guess they knew which packs had the Michael Jordan what? ones in it. And then the the woman gave her a Michael Jordan pack, and that's huh? how I got it. Because I remember like I opened the pack and ru- the first it was like two cards, but huh. the top card was the Michael Jordan card, and it was like the moment in Willy Wonka still have and it? the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, I got a golden pack. I, I do still have it only because of the sentimental value. <laughs> have you like looked like, on eBay to see how? Yes, much it's worth absolutely nothing. Oh, <laughs> it's worth like thirty cents. <laughs> I have a few it. things that are worth like a decent amount of money. Yeah. Like I have a McGuire rookie card. That's like probably eighty dollars. I have a Bonds. Look at us with the steroid guy rookie wow. cards. I have a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card tops, but they're not. It's not like a fortune. You can no. make like fifty bucks. Or I collect bucks. strains of weed, but then I smoke them. Yeah, right. it's, mm, it's very destructive. It's functional. <laughs> I have Simpson figurine toys uh, from like the the horror, the trios of horror toys they used to give in the Burger King kids meal. Do you have Kang and Kodos? Um, I have Kang. No. Just Kang? Yeah. How do you buy just one or the other? No, like, because the, it, it just it They just weren't giving you two toys. Yeah. Mm. You got to come back for that other one. <laughs> I guess they're identical looking anyway. Well, do we have another voicemail? We do. Ooh. From Dave. Mustang? My friend James Hetfield can't sing. The doctor told him not to. So I did the only thing that I could. I called my little Danish friend Lars. And I asked him if it could be mine. If I could sing and be the new frontman for Metallica. And he said no. But then I said, listen, I could be so good. And I tried to sing. I said, love the never, never land. And he still said no. Can't and I'm just that. stuck here with Dave Ellison and a bunch of nuts in my with too much money in my backyard having an acoustic barbecue or some bullshit. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> that is a really good impersonation. I was just listening because, you know, it's going to be the 20th anniversary of cryptic writings soon. Yeah, which is great. What? And I was listening to that in the oh gym. God. And that album is so bad. It's so awful. There's like, a, it's weird because there's like, like She-Wolf? the She-Wolf is a great song. It's like there's like two songs that are amazing. Two Have or three cool songs. Will travel. Yeah, and the Disintegrators <laughs> is the other good song on there. The Disintegrators. <laughs> but the rest of the album, it's like, it's like that's one before Risk, right? Yeah. It's like they made Risk. I didn't realize it at the time. It's like Risk with a few good songs on it. And they were going down that slope mm-hmm. into Risk. There's one song on that album that I didn't even remember. I haven't listened to that album in like five years. And it's like a fucking, like, like Dave Mustaine singing a Tom Petty song. Oh, God. And it's just, I, 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 oh, it's just like, uh, Rob, look this up. It's uh, I, uh, I will, I'll Get Even or something. Oh, yeah. I uh, will get, I'll get even, even with, with you. you. It's like a fucking Tom Petty song. You're right. Uh, it's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'll give you a Hey, listen to this. It's not even... 
This is not metal. What are you talking about metal? If you want to be metal, play metal. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I went off on a rant there. No, no disrespect. No disrespect to Davis Day, but he's a fucking poser. This isn't metal. Listen to this. Yes, this is totally talking. Free falling. Wait till the, cho- the chorus is when it's like mega Tom. Last dance of Mary Jane. Yeah, last dance of Mary Jane. I'm lonely and abandoned. It's <laughs> all serious. Washed up, left for dead. I'm lost inside the desert. I'm recording the song. I'm like a nuclear reactor. I'm a sexy voice. <laughs> Why do I know this? I listened to this album a hundred times when it came out, trying to like it. I was just a name in your little black book. This is the first bridge. uh, Pre-chorus, sorry. Pre-chorus. The Little Black Book was the phone book that Lars kept in his pocket. Yeah. He never called Dave back. That's why he's so mad. Come on. This is looking like 1987 Tom Petty song. Yeah. Anyway. No, because in 1987 Tom Petty was good. Yeah, it's like a bad version yeah. of a good Tom Petty song. Does that make sense? Yeah. When was Tom Petty not good? I don't well, really yeah, know all of his catalog. I mean, I'm guessing he's not as good now as I, I don't even know if he makes yeah. music. I'm honest. sure he does. He tours still sometimes, right? Yeah, I don't think he hasn't put out, he hasn't put out an album in a while. Yeah, musically, he's always Jennifer, lo- like, to her, Tom Petty is like my weird owl. She loves Tom, great, Petty. Tom Petty. Yeah, he's great, Tom Petty. Oh, I think he's great. I just yeah, no, you just can't hate on him. I, I should say, I'm not meaning to demean Tom Petty by comparing this yeah, terrible yeah, yeah. song to him. It's just like Dave Mustaine trying to do that. It's almost that. like Dave Mustaine was listening to a lot of Tom Petty. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then he went and wrote this song in the vein of Tom Petty. <laughs> this is bad. It's so awful. There's so many bad songs on this. And then there's like three songs that belong on any of his other good albums that are great. Play a little She Wolf. I need a I need a palate cleanser. Wait, 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 this is the best part. Oh, sorry. Wow. <laughs> this is like Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Simply irresistible. Oh, that's Robert Farmer. Sorry. Uh, you know, also, same thing. It does sound like Robert Farmer. Some like it hot and some like when the heat is on. <laughs> <laughs> the black is hot. All right. Ah, how horrendous. Enough. <sighs> yeah, so basically all of that album is just like that, except for a future album. By the way, so so with this James Hetfield not being allowed to sing, does that mean he's not performing at the Grammys? And- no, he just had a cold. He couldn't sing for it. It was that oh. one show. Yeah, it was one show. That's disappointing. And they still played the show, which and I thought was, was really ago. cool. This is like a face melter. This is actually one of my favorite Megadeth songs. Like, how is that on this shitty album? 
Mantis. This show just gonna end with just us singing songs. The Enchantress. I'm searching through the night. Man surrenders the flight. The flight. Uh, I want to. Wait, it's the best part. Fear and Uh, so HBK's lazy eye in the chat says Rob collects Stan Hansen tapes from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Darren I, used to I be did. a collector. Uh, a collector. Or a like trader. I, yeah, a trader. I, I used to like in the back of those wrestling, because uh, I had no cable when I was a kid. So yeah. all that was on was like. We've talked about this on the show before. New York was not wired for cable. Until, right. Or Brooklyn. Our area of Brooklyn. Our area of Brooklyn. Was not wired for cable until like. 95 or 96. Manhattan got cable like around 1983. And then Brooklyn got started getting cable around like 1989. Yeah. But they did all the other neighborhoods and ours last. Yeah, we were way last. I got like 89, 90 I got cable. Uh, it's Lucky. weird. There were, there were like, there. my friend lived in a house right. in my neighborhood and he had cable. It depended when they dug up your street. He could get, yeah, he got it, he got it done for him. But like the, the apartment buildings, I live in an apartment building. It was just impossible to get it. It was just not wired. The building was not wired for cable. Yeah, it was disgusting. So anyway, I have no nothing to watch in terms of wrestling except like WWF shows, you know, whatever they would air. So I started getting these newsletters, and in the back you would just send away for. And I had nothing to trade. It was like traders, you know. So you had to buy it. Like they would sell you these tapes, and I would watch like AWA, WCCW, and Japanese stuff. Very hard to get Japanese stuff yeah. back yeah. then, but like mostly other regional areas like Georgia, Tennessee, That's so cool. Mid South. And then I started like by doing that, getting a little library that I could trade with other people and get stuff for free. You know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was you know that was the only way I could actually see other wrestling. Back then. I was on the boat. And I was up pretty late, later than I'm normally up. Like, I usually go to bed one or two, maybe, but I, this was like three o'clock in the morning. And there was a Japanese show happening. And I could never, ever stay up late enough to watch a Japanese show live. Yeah. But this one was happening, and I saw the tweets about how it just started. And I really wanted to see the main event. So at one point, I'm like, I wonder if this ship Wi Fi can handle. Well, at that hour, yeah. <laughs> can handle uh, stuff? a little stream. And then I'm like, should I really leave this metal show to watch wrestling right now? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> but at this metal show, this was in the, the the venue that was essentially like a lounge, like a bar right. that they turned into a concert venue. So it had a very low ceiling. And this one band, Allegion, was playing. And they were there were some serious crowd surfers. And with the low ceiling, they had like this light cover. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like this... 3D trapezoid type of thing that was covering the light and people uh, 3D trapezoid by the way is Darren's favorite sexual position (laughs) (laughs) cameras in my bedroom (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) uh, there were people crowd serving and I just kept like so there was that thing and also a projector (laughs) 
And they were just missing the projector in the, the cover. And I was like, oh, this is so awesome how, like, you know, everyone's having fun and it's chaotic, but right. they're they're controlling themselves. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's not a matter. Not, <laughs> not one song later did that fucking hand. Both of those things came the fuck down. But what, what I thought was so cool is when the, the chandelier or the light cover uh, broke, it kind of just, like, f- was hanging off of one side. And somebody started crowd surfing with the intent of fixing it. And someone went and like fixed it. When has this happened at a metal show? <laughs> someone fixing something that they're broken. Yeah. So they went and they readjusted it and it stayed. And then eventually it just fell off yeah. completely. But, you know, the effort was there. And that's, yeah, that's, that's nice. really like, uh, I think, uh, an anecdote for how the vibe of the cruise in general. Caring. Like I mentioned on the Check Billy thing, you know, like, Running metal injection and posting some of these more political posts and seeing the like how on edge people are and some of the crazy things people writing, you know, you kind of forget that like, oh, metal is this great positive thing that everybody can come together. We were we were hanging out with people from Saudi Arabia, people from the Netherlands, all over the A world. Lot of black dudes. There were some black dudes. Sure. And uh, and it was just everyone was having a good time. There was no discrimination, no nothing. Everybody was was just there to have fun and, and share the space. It was with just everybody. one big party. Yeah, it was it was a really really positive experience. I highly recommend if you're looking for a vacation and you are the type of person that would be into four straight days of metal concerts with bars that never close. <clears throat> might be for you. I think we should. Do the live cast from there next week. Uh, next next week, week, yeah, <laughs> next it'll be year. empty, so I'm cool with that. Don't <laughs> listen any metal. Yeah, let's do. Will they still have some shrimp left over? <laughs> Just a peel, three, three week old shrimp. The peels. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's our show for this week. Let's do the plugs. All right, we got facebook.com slash metal injection livecast. It's our Facebook page, and our Twitter is twitter.com slash livecast. We post stuff every day. The Facebook feed is very entertaining, in my opinion. Yeah. A lot of cool stuff. That- you can interact with other, other live casters. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, myself, Sid, and Noah are on the Twitters. I'm Rob Injection. Noah's No Injection. Sid is Bland Injection. We also have T-shirts. We have T-shirts. Go to metalinjection.com slash livecast. Hit the merch button. You can grab a bunch of designs as T-shirts, mugs, iPod cases, iPad cases. Oh, no, no, iPhone. iPod. Yeah. All of us have our own merch, so why don't you get some of our merch? We got yeah. track cassette cases. Where's your merch? <laughs> your merch. Podcast <clears throat> merch. <laughs> and please, if you listen to us on iTunes or the podcast app, give us a five-star review to say something nice about us. It helps us in the rankings. It's nice. Also, yeah. don't, don't forget uh, Blue Apron. Yeah. Yes. Support our sponsors who are supporting us. If you want some, uh, some good foods, go to blueapron.com slash livecast. It'll really help us out. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. We're going to be live. And I think yeah, our baby. friend Lonnie will be sitting in. It'll be the pre Valentine's Lonnie episode. We need, when it's Valentine's Day, we need a very uplifting uh, person like Lonnie yeah. to be yeah. on. <laughs> to shame us. He'll be wearing a pink hat. <laughs> a pussy hat? Oh, sure, yeah. Okay. I'll make sure. We'll see you next week, everybody. I'll have one more yesterday. Tomorrow